Itchy. Yeah? What's with this human-sized box outside your door? Did people leave you a bunch of pizzas again? I didn't order any, but I won't count that out as a possibility. Well, it says that it's from YouTube. Oh, well, we did just hit a thousand subs. And there's something inside the box scratching. It's, well, it's, ooh, I mean, it's from Heat and Technologies. I mean, YouTube gives out, you know, play buttons and such for, like, milestones. Okay, and... let me open this up Sorry here. Sorry about that. Uh, we're just opening a box we found. Okay, hang on. Oh, there's a note. Wait, there's a note. You found a box? Yeah, there's a big human-sized box. Okay. Um, thank you for hitting, oh, oh, it's from Arzo. Oh, shit. The president Whoa. of Heat and Technology. To, congratulations to getting to 1,000 subs. I thought you guys could use some help now that Gar is in Dunville. Okay. Uh, I'm going to hit the start button here. Hello! Oh, snap. I, it's our own human gear. Oh, man. I, Holy shit. This is much better than the Blaze one. <laughs> so, hi, I'm here because you guys finally hit 1,000. So, I can actually be useful. Okay. I'm here to keep getting you guys more views, more subs, and possibly knocking everything off your counter if my programming's a little faulty. But okay, hi! So, I'm sorry, Blaze. Your, your human gear became a, a Magia. We had to destroy it. Mm. I'll tell you Am what... Am I not good enough? I'll, I'll tell you what, Blaze. I'll let you do something. Since you are our first Patreon subber, and this is a milestone episode now that we hit a thousand subs, I'm going to let you come on and do the thing. Wait, hang on. Uh, Itchy, there's some guy with a gun and a hood, and he wants to put a belt on our human gear. Oh, hi! Okay. Hi! What's oh. your name? I want to be friends. He, said he, he be friends. says his name is Todd. <laughs> I'll be friends with Todd. I will take him, and I will get him to Wait, no, stop! If we put this belt, according to this, if we put the belt on, it voids the warranty. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, Can't yeah, void I the only, warranty, man. I only have like a four-month warranty. Yeah, we're milking every day of that warranty. Just like you're milking this bit. Blaze, do it! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Cue the fucking roll call! You had one job, Sorry. Blaze! Sorry, what? We are live! Bluecaster, Super EG, Loud and Impulsive, Pinkcaster, Lane, One Little Spark of Courage, Greencaster, Global South Perka, The Trickster of Infinite Topics, Savagecaster, Ibarra Fox, Knocks everything off the table, Doomcaster, Angry Kitty, Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world, Radio Sentai Cast Ranger, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you fucked it up, Blazy Coon! I was trying to let you cue the roller Let him have another chance. <laughs> I don't know. No, seriously, let him have another try. Alright. Yeah. It's done. It's Welcome done. to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger, episode 265. It's episode. Yep. Purple. Oh shit, Blaze uh, is gonna be angry. Brawl, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. 
Oh. All right, it's episode Wormple, I guess. It's episode Wormple. What a shitty Pokemon for um, the episode where we finally hit a thousand subs. Wormple's great, though. Wormple's pretty. It's okay. It can and turn into two different final evolutions. Yeah, That's they're true. both bad. Yeah, <laughs> I like Dustox. Dustox is cool. All right, so uh, Gar is once again out of town. Yep, and we have uh, my co-host to the Super Secret Comrider Club, Tasha, or we have dubbed her uh, Doomcaster Angry Kitty. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Hello. Nice to be here, finally. There has been much talk of you whenever Tom has been discussing watching his weekly episodes. Uh, he's, he's always it's been almost like we hang out like every day, Tasha. It's almost like we live really super close to each other, and that we have a secret tunnel in between our houses that we can always hang out. Man, we're like Frida Kahlo and her <laughs> we husband. We are. Man, Which that's the most obscure joke I'm going to make on this. It's funny, how, it's funny how Ichi and I live together, but we, we don't watch Toku anymore together. You guys well, we can jaded. change that. I know we can. We watched Toku today. Yeah. Like an hour ago. Yeah, we just watched... Well, I had to watch Three Soldier and Sarah went all by myself. Well, then we'll watch oh, it together. Yeah. Wait, what are we on now? The fifth episode of Rhea Soldier that was good in a row? Right? Like, they even had subplot shit. What is happening? And it was still awesome. <laughs> uh, no, Blaze, we already <laughs> muted you because you failed us. <laughs> you failed us. You failed us for the last time. <laughs> I really think that you should have given him another chance. Oh, he'll get another chance at another time. It was good. It was funny. It was funnier <laughs> that way. I'll tell you what. We'll let you try again when we hit 2,000. <laughs> <laughs> Blaze goes on and buys a uh, go buys a light. Like, yeah, what if Blaze has just been the one who's been giving us all our subs? He's made 500 I pounds. mean, at least some of the names subscribing to our channel look legit. And now that we've passed 1,000, they aren't dropping out the floor from them. So I'm... Inclined to believe they're real at this point, yeah. and I found out like wh where they're all coming through. Like not necessarily where from, <laughs> but apparently uh, that music video I did two years ago of Common Rider Chronicle opening with the People Game music uh, has over one hundred thirty thousand views now, and I don't know oh, how they're all finding it, but I'll take it. So hello to anyone who's listening now in the last row. month. Uh, we are a bunch of Tor Toronto-based Toku enthusiasts who get together every week to talk about Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, and a third thing every week. Um, so this week is... Hey, you got, any, you got any pizza left, Itchy? Uh, yes, actually. You got... Oh, you know what? I'd have to put it on a plate, wouldn't I? Probably. You know what? Let's skip the dishes. <laughs> Sick. And not DoorDash. Fuck those happens. guys. Oh! How much can I go? Hi! Make sure to check the description of all our episodes for a $7 off your first order to skip the dishes. Yeah. And we get money too, so hashtag feed the cast rangers. And yes, Blaze, thank you for... T you were the one who told me that it was the Poppy video. Yeah, he sleuthed it. Excellent work. You found you find all the good shit. You found that Poppy video was getting used. You found the James AI. You found my reason for living. Moving on! It's week three of Borgtober Metallics. So this week we're talking about Comrade Zero One, Episode 7, Rue Soldier, Episode 29, and Episodes 26 to 29 of Beetleborg's Metallics. Damn, son. I am almost done with that shit. Well, you know what? The monsters, I find a continuous source of inspiration. Everything else about that show is microwave garbage. <laughs> Microwave. <laughs> it's been sitting in a microwave for twenty years. It's it's like we're talking. The I love the following things: less fortune, uh, 
Nukas and the gang, the monsters, end of list. Okay, like... Well, you don't like Flapper? Let's pause for a second. You know what? Hold well, on, hold he on. counts. Hold on, hold on. I have, I have to do something here. Let's pause for a sec. Blaze... You know we're just playing, right? You know we love you. You you you're genuinely one of our, you're genuinely like um in in our top echelon of fandom, and you're 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 great, and we love you, and we wouldn't be here doing the show without you and everyone else here. Senpai loves you, Blazy Coon. We also we, we may we may shit on you sometimes, but it's all for the bit, and we know, also Blaze. I, I, know I need to talk it. to you about your hero cast character. Uh, I've drawn her as a cat so far. I need to know what she looks like when she's not a cat. Blaze Catster? Uh, or if you just want me to draw something sexy, I will. Just Wait, blaze, she can turn into cat. not a cat? Shh. Spoilers. <laughs> I whispered as if the mic is near me and can get that I was whispering. <laughs> You're not going to get close to the mic like everyone did last week? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I would, but I'm sitting over here. And I gotta Sorry, say, last week's episode was, was uh, really great. any way anything related to toku at all but i just saw this on like a bootleg toys site what it called furbies yeah um oh furbis i have a story to tell furbies they're they're owl elves elves here here's story all right so (laughs) here's writing i have figured out uh today i'm officially a snack Mm-hmm. And, and and Tasha was there. Okay, Tasha can can justify this. So I'm outside hanging with Tasha. She's you know she's she's smoking. I'm vaping because you know we're cool. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And we're standing outside the Starbucks, and the Starbucks has a lot of um, unsavory weirdos, as a Starbucks do. So this guy walks up, and we've had this guy. He's known for if you say anything to this guy, he yells at you. <laughs> so I'm sitting there with Tasha. And we see him walk up. We're like we're not saying anything, and he stops and he looks at me and he goes, "Hey." Can I cook and eat you? <laughs> what? And I said, well, you can try. He's like, well, I could do it. I'm like, stronger in men than you have tried, my friend. <laughs> I, I swear I said that. And yes. then he goes, well, fuck you. And he storms off. And the first thing I could think of was, you know what, Tom, after getting that haircut and like shaving up a bit, like you, you just must look delicious. You look like a snack today. Yeah. <laughs> like he didn't even have to. Sw- I'm good enough to eat. Like, like, yeah. And I was like, okay. Huh. You look um, fee fi fo fabulous. Uh, this guy has an <laughs> oh unfortunate God. name because once he walked in there, asked for a water. They gave him a water, and he shouted, "I'm the chief. Get off my land!" <laughs> and kicked <laughs> over a chair. And <laughs> Uh, so, was he okay? Uh, he was um, very high. So we call him Angry Chief. <laughs> see, see, he is one of those people that you call who uh, greatly enjoys the nose sugar. Uh-huh. And yeah. uh, the no likes sh- the, <laughs> it's called the nose sugar. I think know. he likes the nose hard candy. <laughs> <laughs> he likes the nose sugar. He was right for the hard stuff. Plain sugar. We have names. Uh, we also have a woman whose name is Face Tattoo. And she has the personality of a woman that has the nickname Face Tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What, the, what, a colorf- like- what a colorful metropolis downtown Toronto is. The best is. was this guy walks in. He's got a, like a tiny dog in his arms and he's looking around like, what the fuck? <gasps> he's so We have to my tiny dog. And he walks over and he goes behind like the little like garbage area where the, like the, you know, the condiments are and stuff. He reaches behind, he pulls out his phone that he had plugged in and looks around. And then he like goes out there and he like kicks the door open so bad that he scares the dog. And I'm like, 
And and like everybody's looking, it's like, why, why did he have to be suspicious about that? Half the people here charging their phones. <laughs> anyway, sorry. They must I, never uh, know that I'm siphoning their electricity. This, <laughs> this has been an episode of Crazy Shit That Happens to Tom. Crazy shit! Join us next week where Tom tells you about shit that happened during the election. <laughs> Yay! I, I, nothing has happened, but it probably will. That's a I vote mean, I'd no, cast. It hasn't been the election yet. No, no, but la- I did it four years ago, and like there were like four different events that day. <laughs> My dad could tell you everything about this, what's going on with the election. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, we are almost 12 minutes in, so let's start talking about Zero One. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> A thousand subs. That is a lot of sandwiches. I had to. I too would like a sandwich. Sub to us. Toki's fresh. <laughs> That's the best I can do. Um. So, to the, a lot of people who are fans of Izu and feel like they need to protect. Uh, Izu, uh, I I feel like I I need to protect Jin because like Jin, this episode has shown to me that he's fucking adorable as shit, and I love him, and I want to protect him. And if anything bad happens to him, I'll be so sad. I which would... sucks because he's a villain, so which means he'll probably die. Uh, or, or you could remember that he's basically Palad. Yeah. He is kind of, he does have the plot. I, I will on. say, I understand where the feelings for Jin are coming from, and I do like how adorably, how adorably playful he is. Especially, like, he like he's in the middle of his own henchman and watches the bird fly around. Oh, yeah, I need, no, I it's great! He a gun on a bunch of civilians. Yeah, I uh, need to ask the uh, peanut gallery for Izu, because I know people are protective of Izu, and I want to draw her. Uh, is it, do I have permission from the group to draw Izu cosplaying to be from Nier Automata. Yes! Oh, she'd probably love that. She won't be Cosplay doing any... Me? She won't be doing anything sexual except for wearing that outfit. Oh, to be from Nier Automata. Yeah, yeah. Which is about to be added to Final Fantasy XIV. Yep. I, well, 2P, technically. Yeah. But it's... Um, but what I was saying is, while I understand the... the, the fear, <laughs> how Jin, Jin is quickly becoming the newest must-be-protected child... I'm I'm not quite that far with him. I do like how adorable he's being, but I'm still on the no protect Izu at all costs. Fuck everyone else. Yeah, so okay, in the chat, okay. please it's find Izu doing that, that pose she does. That Jin the, the doesn't really yeah, know what pose. he's doing. Yeah, the thing is, Jin is clearly the product of a misinformative raising. Well, like, it's also he's wow. very much uh, the AI. Well, the thing is, for example, in this week's episode. Uh, the coach was finding sentience for the first time. So he's making his own decisions, but he's unaware of it because though his programming is very complicated and he knows how to coach and he knows all this stuff, but when it comes to making his own decisions and his own feelings, it's new to him. Yeah. So think of like Jin as being that a little further along. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, think of him with having the intellect of an adult. But the the mind of a child. He's yeah. been, how long was has it been since the uh, the cataclysm or the old town destroyed? Uh, you know what? They never actually like. Didn't I they think say it was five years. Like, yeah, no, somewhere like between five years. and ten years. I think so it was five. Yeah. Imagine. Okay, now this is a theory, but he obviously is conscious. He's got you know person. You know he's got ten. Yeah. Yeah, but think of it at either a five or ten. He's got the life experience of a five year old. 
So the thing is, he knows. Like, you can say, hey, do me some math. He's got that. Here's how to shoot a gun. He's got that. But the thing is, you know, like, how do you feel? And he's like, I don't understand the question. He had to Google the word son because he didn't know what a son was. And then afterwards, he was so obsessed with parents. And I nicknamed Jin Todd just because he reminds me of, like, that kind of character. But I've been, like, loving and protecting him from day one. Like, Izu was sweet, but I'm like... He was just so cute and adorable, but at the same time, I'm like, you're going to either become really psychotic and kill everybody, which, you know, he pulled out a gun, start shooting, Yeah, it happens, the, the thing or when... he can be redeemed, but I like the fact that he's very much a wild card in the sense of, he doesn't even know what he's going to do next. I what hope, he's going to do, I yeah. honestly hope we get both. Like, I want him to go, like, all the way dark and then come back up now that, after learning what humanity is, because yeah. the segue is into my point. The, the, that sounds like a really good... The one flaw with Jin is he's being raised improperly because he's basically a child in a big body because Horby is no kind of father. Like, no. Jin is not learning the things that kids learn when they grow up. They don't learn right from wrong. They don't learn proper, you know, societal rules. They don't learn that guns are dangerous and you shouldn't have them. <laughs> no, so, but yeah, like, watching this episode made me really love Jin a lot and now, like, he's one of my uh, new fair characters for sure. Like, Horby's not the father; he's the racist uncle. When it, um, <laughs> so oh when it comes gosh. to ten, when it comes though. to five he's to ten human. year old, uh, uh, five to ten year old, oh, fuck, Jin, you are not the father. Bam, bam. Um, so What's here's the father. Here's the uh, Arto face of the week. So I, I do a thing where every week I, I, I screenshot a picture of Arto uh, with like a weird face or something. So of this every, is, uh, of every so, picture. So this yeah. is this is so we got dis- <gasps> disappointed Arto. He's just like he's, Aru, he's so no. ashamed. He's so ashamed. It's it's like Arto who's bearing the weight of the loss of the entire basketball team. Because like I, I had another one where it was like him just kind of being like what, and then I was like no 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 I gotta have like a somber one of him. So it's like there you go disappointed Arto. It's like it may not have been me that messed up this basketball game, but I feel like, like it would be. <laughs> okay for, okay so. I can I can't figure this out. Uh, don't ask Google for pictures of Uzu for body reference because whole I'm like I, I am not gonna draw her with boobs this big. <laughs> the fandom tends to get a bit liberal, but I'm trying to find out for hips and how, what is her shape. She's tiny, so she's probably um, sorry. I might be drawing this right now. Shout out to Noble playing Fortnite right now. <laughs> Oh, joy. Uh, it's Fortnite 2 now. Mm-hmm. Okay. She would be similar to me because she's about like my size. and. But I think she's got a little bit of... Yeah, well, she's, she's going to little... She's gonna be in a thing you... I'm just... Yeah, and like the skirt's going to come out more anyway and give her more of that butt shape. Okay, I'm going to compromise. I'm going to go low-key with the boobs, but wide with the hips. Yes. Can we... There you go. Can we talk about the MVP of this fucking episode? The fucking Dota mother... Fucking assassin chair. Yeah, the assassin guy who inexplicably. I'm gonna get him. Zero one. Assassin. He's so. What was up with that? I... <laughs> no, wait. Go back up. Oh, we go. Go down. Go down. We no, deleted it. Deleted it. What? Someone deleted it. No. It was you holding. I know. It was. It was Rosa from fucking uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. I've happened. only had this puppy for 15 minutes, but if anything happened to it, I would kill everyone and myself. Yes. Um, but yeah, Ansatz Chen, the Dodo Magia. Yes! Also, the Bring Do- him back! Yeah. Dodo Magia, 
favorite Maggio of the show so it's, far. It's, okay, it's okay. amazing. It's weirdly it's awesome. Weird. Mm. Wait, the Mammoth one actually is my favorite of the series so far. It was good. No, because the, like, like, the design, I mean. Yeah, because hey. it, it, he, his whole body is supposed to just look like the head of a mammoth. Yeah, the okay, mammoth one is weird because yeah. of the chest head. Yeah, but let's call Dodo by its real name. Will Assassin? Come back, I'm Will Assassin! And where are you? <laughs> I was dying. I was crying. My, my favorite part was how they never actually explained where the fuck he came from. He, they, he just showed up at the Ark. I think he's going to come back, though. He damn well better! Yeah. Like, like, I think it's been that Hirobi has been... Why, like, Jin is so weird is Hirobi is either rebuilding or just building from scratch Hima gear with parts of... From maybe. We know he has a butt. Yeah, he's, he had a. Maybe he used that spare butt for Ansatz Chen. <laughs> oh my god. Now the I'm super. Now I'm super happy that the Zetsume Riser comes with the Dodo Key. I want, uh, I, I, I want that Dodo Key so badly. You're gonna have to buy your own then. Fuck! Oh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, the Dodo, Dodo is fucking awesome. Also, see, I'm glad we got to see. Uh, like another another reason why Jin's so fucking adorable. Every time he like he like spreads his wings out, he goes like ka-ching. Yeah, because like, he's making the sound of like clanging metal because he's it's so got cute. Fucking as I was expecting from this form, he can shoot fucking wing blades. Yeah, and yeah. I, he makes his own little sound effects. I, it's a it's the cutest little thing. You can tell he's part like he. You can tell he's like a weird human gear who still thinks he's like fully machine or so because he like make little sound effect noises whenever he does things. I've also I've also really come to love the Jin suit now because like yeah, it's it's a pink and gray rider suit. Like how could I not love it? It's so fucking great, and the helmets. Fucking fantastic too, and oh, I love. Jim. Oh, uh, so a thing that I wanted to bring up is I suggested a thing for us to watch at some point, which is a combat unit uh, Shinesman. I've heard the name, and I think Lane needs to watch it because there is a ranger in it that's his color is Shinesman Gray. <gasps> yeah, cool, Gray Ranger. Fuck yeah. Um, let's see, what else? Okay, so the human gear in this episode is a very aggressive basketball coach. Coach Kobe. I Kobe! I Kobe. laughed my ass Kobe. off when they... <laughs> His name is Kobe! Yep. Oh, Kobe Bryant! Can I get an oh, approval gosh, on this really uh, face? Kobe Bryant reference. Oh, that looks great, Tom. That looks good. I didn't think about that until you said it right now, and it just sort of hit me. Sakamoto Kobe! So, yeah, so... Principal Sato, he... The principal, principal geometry, because of all of the giant rulers principal and protractors. Yeah. Yeah, why did he have a giant protractor? I don't know, but in, in every scene, he had a different one. Maybe he just... Remember when they lose the basketball game, he's just dancing in the street for no Why? <laughs> but, like, yeah. the joke that I had in my head was about, like, the fact that he always carries them around, like, ruling implements is he just wants to illustrate how much he rules over the school. I think Tasha has something. I thought say. it was the ending of Joker. Like, I literally think, like, he was such a weird little teacher, but the reason he was so excited, I think it's, he was actually using those giant geometry sets to defend himself from all the scary moms. <laughs> that might be it! Moms that might terrifying. be it! Also, also, Kobe being the best is because freaking we go to a flashback of Sato, like, trying to reset and just, like, he's about to, and just Kobe just turns around, the fuck you think you're doing?! The fuck you say? I want to point out. Oh, wait, go back it's up. Very fitting that Kobe is the name of their coach because literally, right when they needed him the most, all the kids missed their last shot. <laughs> so yeah, too I'm, too, I'm, too much like Kobe O'Brien, but uh, yeah, I'll, like at the very last second, you just. Life is a free throw. I'm gonna fuck it up. 
But yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So the the picture Kage just posted above. Uh, yeah, that's me with Jin. Just yeah. I've only had Jin for seven episodes. But if anything happened to him, I'd kill everyone in this room and myself. <laughs> I'll help you. I will help you. We will protect the cute boy. We will always keep the cute boy safe. Oh, Jin's so adorable. He is adorable, and actually, okay. I was looking at the outfit, I'm like, his basic normal outfit. I'm like, I think I literally have just a jacket like that because you know, emo kid. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up is Jin. when Comrade Jin and Valkyrie fight in this episode. Jin calls her Valkyrie. And I don't think the name was said before now, so now I'm wondering if Jin named Common Rider Valkyrie. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Who knows? I don't think so. I actually have a theory on that. So we don't know who exactly Valkyrie is working for because he's constantly in the shadows. Oh, the, the and my fear, Yeah, my fear is that Hirobi somehow has been hacking into Ames, or at least has an informant, like informant from Ames, which is him trying to like hint at the fact that like, they kind of know a bit more about Ames than they're letting on. Maybe. And that, like, Jin just literally knows her name is Valkyrie because he's like, oh, I know your boss. Or what it could be is maybe because he's a robot, he's, like, scanning her and it's, it, like, yeah. that model information comes up, like, Kamarad or Valkyrie. Yeah. But, I mean, he also could just be the type of child, like, the type of person who he just starts giving people names because he's been, like, Lil Assassin. Like the dude from, uh, the dude from, uh, Supergirl. Or, sorry, The Flash. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, she- he was on Super. She was, he was on Supergirl as well. I also noticed when Yua henchin into Valkyrie in this episode that she doesn't she she doesn't even like hand curb the bullet like she did when she first henchin. She just fires it from the belt and it just goes around and comes onto her by itself, which is interesting. It means that Fua doesn't need to punch the bullet. No, <laughs> no. I think he literally. There's a lot of things Fua doesn't be, need to do. Fua likes like, to be cool. Leave alone. Like he like hurts the poor cool. Did we tell you, did Tom tell you about our theory about Fua's really stupid way of henchening? So you know how when Yua, yeah. when Yua henchens, she puts the key in and then opens it up. Yeah. But Fua pries the key open and then puts it in? Yeah. Our theory is that the way Yua does it is the way it's supposed to work. And if Fua would just put the key in like she does, it would have worked would actually right open, away. Yeah. And he wouldn't have to fucking pry it open like a goddamn gorilla. Yeah, there's that. I also think it's just because he knows, like, for her, because hers is all verified through her belt, she knows if she puts it in the belt, it's gonna work. I'm pretty sure for him, if he doesn't open it up and, like, rip it apart, essentially, if he were to put it in the belt first, it may just lock him out. Yeah, it'll say, like, reject it, asshole. Yeah, it'd be, like, not verified. Well, the thing is, until we see him try it, we have no way of knowing, so that's why our theory was... The It's not actually locked, you just have to put it in before you open the key, you dumb shit. Yeah, but I mean, like, again, it could just be that, like... Yeah, but she was just like, he's gotta figure out that he has to put it next to the thing. You watch, he'll do that for his last tension. When she was saying you're not not authorized, it wasn't the fact that he didn't have permission, it was the fact that he he had to authorize it on the belt. She was just trying to tell him how to use it. (laughs) Yeah, that too. And he was too fucking thick. I mean... Maybe the real authorization was the friends we made along the way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you know what would be really funny then? If he goes to, like, you know, reopen it and then he just breaks. That's what I was saying. It sounds like he's getting, they're getting looser with each time he pries it open. So he's going to fucking break it. He's going to break the pro-grace key, and then you're just going to have, like, a sad gin going like. We know it's your joke, Blaze. People who listen to the podcast know that. Anyway, uh, yeah, so we see Valkyrie pull out the Freezing Bear Progress key, yet another key we have no idea how Ames got their hands on, but I'm sure we'll get to that. 
she slams it into the Zetsman riser of the, the one human gear before he actually does his henshin, and it actually freezes him on the spot. So that's super interesting. Then again, Ames does stop human gears. Like, their whole job is to stop faulty human gears, so I'm guessing it's just something that they've had for a while, and it's just the thing that they use, like, oh, that human gear police officer is, uh, he's letting people cross the street when it's not a proper light. Oh, we just put this thing in his belt, it'll stop him, and we can take well, him away. Well, didn't she hack Arto's, uh, she hacked that one, the sushi, the sushi one. Oh, good luck yeah. on your test. Yeah, but I'm thinking it's just because she's Ames and she's very high up in power that she just has these things, and it's all for work-related purposes. Yeah. I don't really know if I deserve to be Creon's parent, though. <laughs> Creon, Creon, if you, you can be his parent, but just make sure that his roommate takes good care of him. I absolutely love that Yua is basically treating these robots like Pokemon. She, she caught it, she trained it, she sent it out to battle for her. Yeah. <laughs> also deleted a couple of moves. Also, I'm pretty sure now every episode of Zero One we watch, we have to pay close attention to Izu at all times because, like, when uh, Zero One was Flaming Tiger, he got, like, he was like, ah, freaking out. You just yeah, see, yeah, you see, you see Izu, like, trying to blow on him, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> like, my, my favorite goodness. is, like, they're, like, trying to get everybody out of the way, and she's just like, okay, guys, let's go this way. Oh no, there's another enemy here. Why don't we go this? And I'm just like, Izu, you're just being so adorable and generous in the background. But I'm like, you know what? There are other human gears around here that see that there is danger. And there's just like a civilian human gear like, oh man, I've been frying fish. Oh no, there's a problem. You need to run out here and save everybody. And then they're just Izu standing there all adorably. And I'm like, you're really cute, but... Not really that useful at times. The woman next to me earlier while I was drawing stole my number two micron. That bitch. She had a micron, and I'm like, oh, she has a micron too. And now I can't find my number two. And I'm like, she just took it out of my thing and started writing her shit with it and didn't put it back. What a bitch. Oh. You mean you mean the crazy, like the chick in the brown coat who smelled like, uh, she smelled, um, oddly like, enough. Like deceit. <laughs> I was about to say, she smells like a mixture of either lice or yes, horror shampoo. I need to borrow your assassin. Uh, your assassin. Uh, he, he works That's for Ames now. His okay, name's hang Will on. Assassin, actually. Being Hello, is this Valkyrie? Hey, yes. how are you doing? What are you doing lately? <laughs> how are you doing? Hey, um, Steps well, on anyone lately? I, I'm beating up this fucking idiot who doesn't know how to use Yeah, I got, I got to get my marker back, but later. Are you stepping on anyone? <laughs> you can do it in the rider suit. <laughs> Wow. Um, anyway. we also, I need to. I, I want to put in my contract that every week I get to make one step on me joke. It's like Jules from What Culture gets to make a Your Mama joke in every video he's in. I want one per podcast I can make a step on me joke. Okay. Yeah, um, getting back to the coach. The coach just really wanted the team to win, but he didn't want to, like, hurt their feelings. Like, he was just being so supportive and loving. And I really like the fact that, like, as a coach, she was just so supportive, loving, and, like, the moms were like, no, our kids have to win or do good on their exams. And that teacher was just, that teacher was really stressed out and all over the place, and I'm very concerned as to who they let teach those kids, because the human gear was doing a much better job. Let's be, let's be real. Well, yeah, like, the, the, the problem was that he was like, oh, he's keeping, keeping them, them an extra hour after after school to, like, keep doing the basketball game, and, like, the parents are concerned, they need the teachers the extra are concerned. hour, they suck that bad. <laughs> and then, and then he keeps, like... Robot voices. And he, and he keeps motivating them by, like, 
like you can tell he's like searching over the internet like quotes from like famous basketball players and then they're like whoa that's like what the other basketball players said like I'm, i wonder if he was quoting kobe bryant when he made that uh, he quote. was oh he was really he was. Fuck! Uh, according to the according to the overtime sub thing is that they were quoting actual basketball players, but they were afraid that they were going to get sued, so they changed a word or two. Wow. But overtime subs changed them back, because they don't give a shit. <laughs> they clearly don't. That's amazing. But yeah, no, like, they were literally... I would, like, listen, like... I- I've watched a lot of sports movies. I've watched a lot of sports, surprisingly. I watched Space Jam. That, that's also... Actually, they don't need to get them out. But, um... Yeah. Um, a lot of those were just common things, but I think for the kids, they just liked the fact that they had somebody who, like, and unlike their moms, they had somebody in their life who was being really loving and supportive. And so I was like, man, all these kids just wanted a dad and that human here with the closest they can get to a supportive parent. I was like, that's kind of sad. I can't believe that I lost my number two. Off, he's my number three markers. <laughs> Activates progress key. Dad! Dad! <laughs> I think that most of our characters just have... That picture's a little scary. Yeah. Um, so what was interesting that I noticed is that when uh, Kobe went, uh, like, he became a singularity, he... Uh, that was the first time that Arto and the gang have, like, noticed that on a human gear. And then Jen explains it to them. And I swear to God, for, for, a, for a few seconds, when he's in the middle of, like, his awakening, and he says... Where am I? Where am I? What's happening? I swear to God, for half a second, I thought, oh my God, are these actual people who have been turned into robots and now their actual human selves are waking? Yeah. That would have been an amazing twist! It's like that scene in Get Out when like they, they use the camera flash and the guy's like, where am I? What's going on? Run! <laughs> it's like the fucking dad oh, YouTube channel. And like, Endon's waking up. It's the singularity, not a singularity. Like you don't talk about earthquake as he's a he's an earthquake, or you talk about him being in the earthquake. Oh, sorry. It's okay. You didn't know. I thought it's I thought right. I thought being a singularity was like no. The singularity refers specifically to a thing that'll happen. The singularity is when AI becomes. Like unintelligible from human mind. Mm. It's an event, not a per. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. Uh, you have literally written a novel on it. Okay. Where so, when available on Amazon. So Kobe gets turned into the mammoth Magia, and it's pretty badass. It is. Yeah. It kind of got a Gurren Logan face Zord thing going on. I'm trying to think of what it reminds me of. There's some other mammoth themed monster or something. Uh. The Megazord. Like I don't think morphine? I don't think so. If there's something else that has a mammoth for a chest. So Ichi, you probably booth? you probably noticed this too, and you probably have the same theory as I am. So remember how we were talking about when we saw that there was a breaking mammoth progress key and a Zetsurize key, and uh-huh. we we're like, oh, how could there be two? You so, changes it. Yeah. So they it take the Zetsurize key and turn it into breaking mammoth. So that has to be it. That has to be it. <laughs> so um, that's cool. They because like. Does that mean, can we get a dodo progress key in proper form? Fucking dynamic dodo. Comrade or Jin? Yeah. Dodo form. Dynamic dodo. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. And, and Dodo's ability. Something Blaze said. Blaze was uh, confused, like concerned about the bus driver. Technically, what the bus driver actually ends up doing in that episode, though, goes above and beyond her actual job because her entire job was only just to be on that bus with the driver specifically, and then tell about the history. She literally went off her job 
to go back to the plant and then start touring around inside the plant, which is something she wasn't really supposed to do because she was very curious about learning the history. Yeah, because it's like, I have to be a better tour guide. Yeah, but her passion and drive to be a better tour guide and learn more about the history is what actually pushed her forward in doing that. And that really wasn't, I don't think, a full part of her training because like any other bus driver would just be like, hi, here is all the basic information. Hi, I am tour guide. And it's the Hi, I'm TTC. This bus is no longer going to the station. <laughs> yeah, like that is pretty much what she's supposed to do, and she kind of really jumps training. And so I think it's like not all of them are going to be super sentient or really show that, but some of them are like slowly but surely getting yeah. bigger and bigger. And that's what, like, when they hit that kind of switch, it's what helps them change, like, uh, be like, and I guess tainted, contaminated, reprogrammed faster. And, and yeah, now, now yeah, it, the idea that uh, Horby has explicitly said is that they're specifically targeting. Uh, awakened human gears. And it's kind of easier for them to do that as long as they kind of know where AIM's going to go next. And yeah. also, like, where... They're all... They're surveilling... Have... They've got surveillance on them, so yeah. Yeah, because it's like they're literally following around AIM's almost to be like, okay, AIM says that there's a problem here with this human gear, so we're going to go here. And that just typically is where Aruto has been going because he's been dealing with all these issues. So it's kind of really easy to do nowadays because all they have to do is follow around Ames and then they can find Aruto and then they can find all the Shenzhen. Which means Fu is responsible for all the bad things, technically. (laughs) I've been blaming him since the start. He's the cause of and solution of all of our problems. Yeah, Blaze, she was also um, the tour bus driver because I think she was the one who got a bit injured. Like she, like her, like her piece got yeah. a little damaged, mm-hmm. so she was probably made self-aware then, or she wasn't able, like she was able to be easier hacked or easier to like kind of fight it because she was broken. Mm-hmm. Same with um the singer, um sorry no the voice actress girl, mm-hmm. she was a weird one and she was kind of malfunctioning slightly. And she was channeling the memories of the actual dead daughter, which <laughs> were probably programmed into like the dad obviously programmed all those memories into this human gear probably. I guess, I guess it was a coping mechanism, but that's also a little creepy. And yeah. then, um, oddly enough, Jin had some weird, had some strong feelings about that one then, and, uh... Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. no, they're either sentient, they're malfunctioning, or something's, like, not fully correct with them. And I'm sure we'll explore that more as the series goes on. So, uh, the Mammoth Magia happens, and, uh, Aruto tries to fight it with Flaming Tiger... And at one point, he basically pulls, like, halfway between a Kamehameha and a Rasengan with his fucking fire attacks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, we see Vulcan... Was it this week that he he did the whole, like, oh, this that's too hot after it hit it back at him? Yeah. 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 And then Ezo's just there, like... <laughs> but, like, like, the fact that she's, like, trying to be, like, so polite with it and, like, the hand's back and she's almost bowing forward is adorable. Yeah. And then something I actually didn't expect to see, Vulcan straight up steals the attached caliber from Izu. Oh my god, he wrecks shit with it. He does it's amazing. He does freeze uh shooting Kavan Strash and finishes off Dodo with it. That was pretty much like, hey kids, you know what you can do with this toy? Yeah. You can also Vulcan can also use it. You can use werewolf's no, ability. He uses the attached shotgun too in uh, shooting wolf form, and then like he, actually, he makes a comment going like, "Oh, cool! I'm used to the recoil now." See, this is what you do when characters improve their physical abilities. Toss Toss it. Toss you make up. a note of it. Remember when he used the gun in the regular form? Remember what I said? 
I said, Itchy's going to be happy. He's using it in this form. Yeah. No, but you know why I'm happy that they're making a note about this? Because this is exactly what they didn't do with Gates Revive. Shh, we don't talk about Zio anymore. Yeah, but let's talk about the fact that Izu was like, Hi, yes, you can take this. It's fine. And I'm just like, I she trusts this guy. She trusts other people so much. I'm guessing part of it is just like, uh, well, you know what, Aruto, you kind of need the help. But she just did like, she's so proud of the situation. And I'm like, I was, you're a terrible human here for just letting somebody take something made for your person. I was kind of hoping that she would just like... Turn into battle mode and go. That's heat and company Paul property. Give it back. Just yeah, no, eyes. She just stands there like this is okay, and I'm like, the um, freezing bear was absolutely amazing. Oh yes, my right. god! Oh, hell yeah, that is uh, amazing. The too. best part for me was that when the giant fucking robot bear fell down, it just sort of it packed just him on the shoulders, crashed and onto him like it was about to maul him. No, it was giving. It, no, he was going in for a hug. A bear hug. It was a bear hug. A big bear hug. But yeah, and he also has the Coke bottle in his hand. Wow. But, oh my god, Freezing Bear is so fucking cool. Yeah. It is. It is literally, best, it shoots it, ice. It's the best of Zero One's forms. Oh, oh. I mean, I won't. I don't put it that high, but I understand why you like it. Oh, I love, I love it. ice, trans- I love bears. So. The tra- well, it's Coca-Cola. The uh, transparent uh, plastic looks amazing. Really yeah. nice touch. Very creative. Mm-hmm. I like it. I'm surprised we didn't get, like, f- translucent flaming bits on Flaming Tiger. Yeah. Hey, Link, can we do that bit that we sometimes do? We're like, hey, Link, can you give me some water? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you gotta ask me what temperature. Oh, uh, what temperature? Can Surprise we... me. Okay. You should... No, <laughs> make it freezing. Air? <laughs> Here you go. Thank you. Freezing water! Right, you're welcome. Freezing bear! <laughs> oh, and, and people will be happy to know, I decide, I, I was gonna draw her with the... Okay, so anyone who knows Nier Automata knows there's a destroyed form where it's pretty much, like, just underwear. Oh. I drew her with the dress. Cool. Dingo. So you only see some of her thighs. Okay. Yes, as a human Not here, enough I am to not be a common rider, because you can't open your eyes for more thighs. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-oh. I'll show you. Keep your eye on the thighs, please. Yeah. My thighs are down here. <laughs> yeah. My thighs are down here, guys. <laughs> nice. Also, a uh, big, big, uh, big celebration. It is now gray sweatpants season. So everybody out there, remember, keep your eyes where they're supposed to be. Eyes on the thighs, please. <laughs> you don't, you don't go out and about wearing those gray sweatpants uh, unless that's oh. what you want. Lay, lay As I'm wearing gray sweatpants. The thing is, Open your eyes for Lane's thighs. No, no. (laughs) we have a picture. We have a picture of my thighs, honestly, because like I had a picture of the drive driver on my dick one time. (laughs) What? I I think. Yeah, no. I'm I'm assuming someone in the chat has has that saved. So I don't know. Probably. Here's the thing about nudes these days, especially dick pics. I find when I receive a whole bunch of dick pics, they're just very boring. <laughs> but at least when you put like a henshin belt or a dry belt on it, that's person enough. And at least I'm, on it? I'm at least gonna want like you want like, this rider put a belt on it. <laughs> I mean, I would at least like if if that was the situation, I'd at least be like, you know what? Yeah, keep sending me more of these. I'm gonna crop out the penis part, but <laughs> thank you. Or I'm gonna draw really elaborate photos of it, like. So yeah, uh, Polar Bear versus Mammoth was a pretty epic struggle. It turned into a straight up... Speaking of fucking Kamehameha, the fucking ice forms had a straight up beam fight. Yep. Or yeah. beam struggle. Oh yep. yeah. Which lasted about three seconds. Is that what they call that? It's beam struggle? Yes. I've I be- always wondered what to call that. I believe that is the term, beam struggle. Beam Amazing. Struggle. 
Okay. Yeah, so we see Freezing Impact. Uh, Mammoth gets put back into the ice, and then Bear gives it the high five of death. <laughs> He's like, ah, ah, Freezing Impact! So then, um, it, it was sad to see Dodo get fucking killed, like... They better instantly. bring him back! Yeah, I Bring swear. him back! No, and because, like... He's dead. What, what, what like I don't understand is... So, Yua got, like, reprogrammed him. Why did he... She still send him to kill Zero One, though? Because Yua's secretly um, evil. Actually, She I have, knew! Like, I, I have one thought where, like... Well, when she first caught him, she was going through everything. I think she wanted to see what exactly the program was for, because I don't... Like, I think she caught it, and she's like, why did they have this other one? Like, they already had Jim. And so I mean, it's not the first like, time I, they used two Magi in one episode. Yeah, but I think it was more like, she wanted to know what its job was. Maybe she and, couldn't change the... Anzatsu! Anzatsu! Yeah, but... You I know, you know like, what? Oh, she doesn't okay, learn anything if she to, stops it. Yeah, Fair. no, and she also... I think she also is trying to, like, pass out, like, Aruto and to see how good he is with that... Well, she needed, she needed the defeated key. Yeah. And she was just like, well, you know, Aruto's probably got this. And then she ended up stealing Mammoth. Yep. Yeah. And Net game. And, and poor Jin was just like freaking out. It was like that that scene of like a, a like a child where it's like, oh no, I lost that like like I lost my house keys again. I'm Mom, such Jen. Yeah, Mom, like, when I lost so my bad. lunch bag in school, I was yeah. Really and like, he, he, like, he goes off to like fly off his Jin. He's that's his Jin. And I was just like, Jin is blasting off again. But I also want to point out like what Dodo I didn't really back. understand. Um, yeah. Oh. Yes, Emily. Was why Kobe was back. They built another one, just yeah. like they, they did with the others. Yeah, they always build it. Yeah, they, they can just, build it looking just like it. I guess the way like they it. showed the little, uh, training symbol on him was supposed to insinuate that, but it seemed kind of strange. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so you can back up all of the data, meaning that all of those quotes and shit that he downloaded, all of the school schedules and names of students, that's all backed up. But the personality isn't, so they have to train him how to be that coach again. And he's not awakened anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Jin very much was like, no, no, dad. It, it's it's so funny how, like, Jin barely knows how to be a son and he's already started on the path to being his own parent. Um, can somebody please look this up for me? Uh, what color are Uzu's eyes? The, I think they're green. I believe they're green. I'm yeah, pretty, pretty sure they're green. green, yeah. Pretty sure they're yeah. green. Green it is. She's got the Mako eyes. Yeah, but I'm also like... Are they blue? Someone, they... someone pulled up a screenshot. Maybe that's just when she's lit up scanning shit. Yeah, but I'm also like really like with how Harobi is progressing, like his whole like plan to take over everything. He says he's getting like really close to reviving the old like super killing machine AI. Skynet. I wonder if he's actually like building up an army secretly. He just he, Probably. He, like he just knows that all he has to do is tell Jin, like you know, stay away from the basement. Jin, okay, I'll stay away from the basement, Dad. What is this, Hello Neighbor? Like, he's not gonna. <laughs> what is this, Goosebumps book number two? Stay out of the basement. No, it's you know what it's like. This is my obscure joke. Uh, it's gonna be like, yeah, uh, uh, that's the door to my workshop. I don't see any door. It doesn't look like anything to me. Nobody. Nope. Nope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so next week we get And yeah, you're right, humans, you have blue eyes. Sorry for interrupting. That's okay. Oh, Jesus Christ! There's your answer. Uh, (laughs) I regret a lot of faces I've... It's patron lingo. 
No. So yeah, next week we get to see Kamen Rider Hawaii's henchmen finally. Yeah, this is why I have a beard now. Um, Covers my fucking triple. I gotta chin. say, I'm shocked we got Jin's henchmen before Horobi's. Because Horobi's cooler. He's I mean, more, more dastardly. Yeah, no, I'm I'm being sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> like I love I love how I was like between Horby and Jin at first. I was like a Horby, and now I'm like no 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 Team Jin all the way until Horby becomes the next purple evil rider to become a good meme lord. Guidezork. I'm sorry, no one will beat fucking Dan. But speaking of guys, Zorg, K-Boom! K- so, uh, the victim of the week was basically Hero. Genius surgeon. Yeah. No, he's he's the prince prince surgeon. I swear to God, when they started calling him the surgery prince, I misread it and I thought they were saying sugary prince. Sugary? I'm like, why are they talking about a sugary prince? No, he's essentially, and I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, it was supposed to be like, oh man, he's the perfect person. And I was almost like, he's also an him. ass fuck. Yeah, yeah. But I was almost expecting him to be like, oh, he's just like a plastic surgeon, you know? Like, that's all he's good at. And then they're like, oh no, he, he saves people. And I'm like, oh. I just thought Yeah, from being like, ugly. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> Okay, can somebody make this clear? Because I'm pretty sure he's just a plastic surgeon. It doesn't matter. He's only here this. But you week. know what I like that there is like literally. He's like, well, I'm back. Like, I'm back to uh, uh, looking for a wife, and I'm like, okay. And I was like, like shit, Canalo. I thought we were done with this. I thought that uh, you were given permission to move on, but then he's like seeing like like a, a, marriage. a marriage counselor, and then I'm like. Okay, okay. okay. Like, I'm, like, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Played by Hurricane Blue from fucking Hurricane. My, no, but I mean, I was like, but wait, that's how normal people try to meet somebody. Okay, <laughs> this is Sanalo, you're learning. Well, the thing- sugary surgeon formerly known as Prince. I'm surprised that, for I'm like, two, two things blew me away. A, that Canalo actually learned enough about the land human society to even know that such a thing as a marriage advisor exists and and the second part might just be my own personal ignorance but don't marriage counselors help people with existing oh, marriages oh, no, 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 no 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 that's in, in Japan it is well also here yeah there is a huge industry for people that help you it's because in Japan, it's a very competitive, very work-related society, so it's mostly, like, business professionals and people who do not have time to go meet anybody. It's basically, like, online dating, but with a person. Like, they used to do it a lot in the 80s and 90s, where you would go to a place and they would try to hook you up. It's kind of like real estate agent for, for finding a person. <laughs> this is an actual <laughs> industry. But the thing is, with very, oh, profession- no, no, with very professional marriage advisors, the the biggest thing that they do is they try to make sure that you have, like, not only good qualities as a human being, but they really try to make sure that you're in, like, the good, right mindset for marrying, which is actually why I was, like, really, like, oh, man, Kanali, you're actually learning from them, and you're actually trying to be, like, a, a better husband. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, you're okay, actually, like, it, yeah. it's, it, you know, it's still like yeah, you can't just walk around and ask women to marry you. Yeah, like at least he finally stopped doing it. I was that. hoping he was gonna hook up with her at the end. She's I like, know. she's like, I know. Oh, oh my god, you're no, so I cool. I was sure it's gonna happen, but when she happened later, it's not because she held up her hand at one point when she was like, like um, pining over him, and she rubbed her wedding ring. Yeah. Okay, oh. Tom. 
Yeah. I'm going to thank you for this because what? last week we were we were about to make our complaints about why we didn't want Nada to be Geyser and you were like, no, 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 guys, wait till next week. They'll do something to explain it. And you know what? Yes, they did. And they actually they, gave us a pretty good, valid explanation as to why Nada is Geyser, and I am now completely okay with it. And I, you know I, what I, got I, me? The best journey. moment when he's like, when he, okay, so we know that he's got this compulsion to fight. But he describes it in such a great way. It's like, it's like, even if I beat the best thing, there's another person out there. We got, and it's all I keep thinking about. We got ten episodes worth of plot within this one fucking scene. I'm not a just like this is what happened to Master Green. This is what happened to Master Black. I was right. Master yeah, Green was, did wear the wear the guy's armor. When did you and say it was that? Super weird because it felt like that stuff should have been mentioned before. I know. Well, there was yeah. that 10, 15 episode thing where they were like, "We fired all our writers." So I was predicting cool. that Geyserg was Master Green, and I was kind of right because he was a guy. What was really depressing was that oh, he killed everyone, his entire village, and then decided to go somewhere else and then he just died alone he died in like, self-exile like, holy shit i like that the fact that they made strongest battle canon right so you know well you know the guys are wandering around looking for the strongest you know the weirdest thing that means that nada has all of the memories of captain marvelous yep oh my god and takaharu and yeah. luka and stinger <laughs> And, and Luca. Yeah, he and knows Luca. all Luca's memories. Oh, oh, that is depressing. He has Wait, all those why memories of getting fussed just... by Marvelous. Why am I in a maid costume? <laughs> no, because no, no, I'm no. awesome. No, I think it's also like your strongest memory. So Luca's strongest memories are like... Getting fucked oh, by Marvelous. Fuck. No, um, they would be, hey, my sister dies in my arms. And then, oh, fuck, it's Marvelous. And you know who, you know who... at one point, I was Doc. <laughs> no, no, he have no memory of Doc. She only remembers strong opponents. Oh. No, 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 no. She'd probably have very strong memories of being able to be Doc and go hit on hot women because she was very happy to hit on those hot girls <laughs> when she was in Doc's body. Like, I have to Chris. say, I love, love that sword slash noise. That right? The guys I bought the guy's soul can and it's there. It's like, broom, it sounds broom. Like it sounds like a lightning. fucking beam sword or something. Love it. Oh, it's but so great. But here's the thing, like, I was, like, predicting this last week when I was watching, uh, it was, like, this with Tom, and the first thing I had a feeling, of, like, the first thing I was thinking of, like, when it was revealed to be Nada, I'm like, That's okay, probably be Nada. And I was like, okay, if it's gonna be Nada in the Geysorp suit, I'm like, well, that makes sense. Of course, like, Geysorp, like, the Geysorp suit would want to be attached to Nada because Nada's whole obsession is becoming, like, Ryu Soldier Red. Like, why didn't he get to be picked? And I'm like, it's so me! Yeah, well, I like that but, like, also it. negative emotions, but I'm like, and the dude never stopped training, he never stopped working. I'm like, he would be, of like, he would be the perfect perfect person for that guy Thorpe to want to be on, especially since what is he going to want to do? He's going to want, he's going to want to beat down Kong. He's going to want to be the rest of the Reusual tribes. Like he's going to like, I was like, man, that works perfectly. Like that right? is really his motivation. But at the same time, he's still like, he's still kind of like fighting that back and forth. And I really liked seeing that in this episode where he's oh. kind of fighting the guy's Thorpe thing. And I'm like, that is the coolest shit. It's like guys are like a possessive demon almost like aspect to him where he's almost trying to fight in there but right? gets pushed out. I would argue that this version of the possessed armor is being handled even after just this one episode is already worlds better than the way Dolgold did it in Kyoryuger. Mm -hmm. Well, that was like it immediately, like he's like that immediately resolved itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whereas this one, they're taking their time with it. 
And, like, he's trying, like, he would, like, obviously, it almost looked like at times, like, Nada was literally, like, in pain telling Toa about the armor, like, how the armor works. Like, almost like he wasn't supposed to be talking about it, and the armor's trying to keep anybody yeah, the from, The armor like, was, like, really, like, he she had to wave it away because it kept trying to go on him even when he didn't want it to. Well, it's yeah, almost, yeah. okay, so it's, like, in, in, uh, Kiryu it was pretty much, like, oh, we just gotta break the armor. Yeah. Whereas in this one, it's it's not so much that he's got to break it because that's not going to fix it. It's they have to. He they need. Well, and the thing is, it's probably going to come down to this: is they're going to teach him how to beat it yeah. and control it. And and the only unfortunate thing is, very likely, I'm hoping not. I'm hoping he just gets he like he gets power of the armor so he can turn into it and control it. But I'm hoping they don't give him a stupid like real soldier suit. And I love that. I, just... I think they will do that. And I'm actually looking forward to see what they pull off of it. I loved when Geizorg just, like, showed up and they're like, oh, you here to fight with us? And he's like, I have no enemies or allies. I'm just here to fight the strongest. And then just immediately looks over at the Minasaur. Oh, you're the strongest thing here. Nope. That was Fucking actually a stroke of genius because the, the main Ryu soldier team are busy this whole episode with, shit, this per- this Minasaur was, is high spec because it was spawned from this guy who's up so far up his own ass. <laughs> It's strong. It's Speed pop- doesn't it's work. Defense doesn't work. Attacking strongly doesn't fucking work. So but then they, they figure out some I'm only disappointed to... in one thing, okay? So the, uh, at one point, which was the most badass thing, I've never seen anything like it. Uh, so uh, Asuna insults the guy. He hits her with a beam and she, she flinches because it's bright, but it surgically fuses her eyelids shut. And that was really scary. Terrifying. Yeah, and no. she was like, and I can't touch my... Apparently the she Hikari like, soul can fix it? Yeah, no, I was disappointed. Because I was like, holy shit, this is an Asuna episode. They're going to use all of their things and it's not going to work. She can't open her eyes. And she's going to have to learn how to trust her luck and her skills to fight to kill it so her eyes can open. No, they fix it right away. And I'm like... I feel yeah. like that should have been another episode that we would have had by now already. Yeah, I, but I'm like, yeah. But no, had, I was like... No, we have Shine Raptor. They had to go inside well, her body and yeah. like... I was, yeah, I was pissed off, but I'm like, you know what? They're getting back to the plot. That's yeah. what I wanted. Yeah. yeah, but I want to point out, you know, Asuna gets injured and then just, you know, somehow Tawa actually gets to do something on his own without his big brother, like... Running around behind him because, like, it's he's getting like, his own fucking yeah, puppy. Yeah, it's because it's like, I have a canon theory that, like, any time, like, anywhere Toa is, Toa is just obsessed with puppies because usually, whenever you see him just out and about, he's petting a puppy somewhere or like stopping to pet a puppy. Wasn't there an episode and there's where, always Bamba yes. in the background, like, staring at him, like, oh, and like, Toa literally cozied up to a girl all because she had a puppy. Hmm. And, and, like, that was the thing. I'm always like, okay, Toa needs a puppy. But in this one, like, Bamba was so worried. Like, something happened to Asuna. And I'm like, okay, something happened to Asuna. Bamba's gonna stay with Asuna. Well, Toa's now there looking for guys or on his own. I'm like, yeah, no, he's probably worried about Asuna. Like, fuck everything else. Uh, but, okay, so you know how Bamba had that moment where he was really concerned about Asuna? Mm-hmm. Like... I I would love to see them get together because they're such they're such a like I love their dynamic they have so much chemistry together like and the thing is like yes I know that Ko has the biggest connection but like she's like a little sister to him yeah I, and I I think that because and the thing is look at Bamba he's really lightened up right like Ko even when he was younger yeah. had to lighten up and he yeah. learned that through Asuna but I'm also like 
They're just kind of cute. Also, Bambi, you know, you can date somebody who won't age to die of old age before yeah. you look over the age of Like 25. that last one. Have I mentioned how much I love Bamba? I love Bamba, but I mean... By the way, you haven't been since you haven't been here, we need to tell you that we've been making jokes all season about stabbing Bamba. Yeah, he Bamba, loves... not about stabbing Bamba, I mean about Bamba stabbing His name is Stabbing Bamba because he loves to stab anything and everything he can. Yeah. I, I like to make jokes all the time with Tom where I'm just like, like if we're sitting in Starbucks and there's like a kid being a brat, I'm just like, man, where's Bamba? I need, <laughs> I need, I need Bamba to deal with this because I'm like, damn it, Bamba, can you just get no, off that kid? Oh, fucking Ichi killed me two episodes ago where uh, with the inside, like her body, and it's like, and it's like Bamba just comes in, stabs her in the fucking heart. There we go, <laughs> Salt. Well, here's the thing. That's why. I, that's why I shipped them. Because like, what are we gonna do, Bomba? Oh, I'm not gonna stab. Yeah, this. yeah. Like, Wait, Bamba, what? Like, Bomba just had that look on his face. Like, I want to stab, and nobody with nobody told Bomba he wasn't allowed to stab her. But he was just like, I can't do it. I'm like, I need this to happen in the show. I need the Arthur meme of just Bomba just like closed Closing fist over over, over the hilt of his of his sword. When they tell and you like, you can't stab the Minosaur host. We, they tell you can't stand the Minotaur host. <laughs> also, it's, this has been in our chat, and I need to acknowledge this. Thunderbreaster Orb says that if Nada has the memories of Stinger, that means he knows how to do the Kutama dance. Yes, and I want to see Gozo <laughs> do that. <laughs> oh, I love that dance. Yeah. I just, you know what uh, reminded me, speaking of um, uh, Q-Ranger, remember when uh, Lucky's... Um, uh, father dies in his arms, and they immediately cut to the Kitama dance. <laughs> there oh, jeez, I remember that. Yeah, so this episode has, like, you know, like, Ko gets, like, fucking, like, omni-slashed. Oh. Do, 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 do. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Meanies, you always agree that, that Drive... Was... <laughs> drive did it the fucking best when Shinosuke died, and then it just goes to start. Next time, I'll come right or drive. And it's like, <laughs> thank you. Like, no also, I love this, like, is Ko dead? She said, next time, I'm okay! <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> shit! They're not gonna get... But that, that was interesting... Check watch, that was interesting episode that... 30. Yeah, I no. think he's fine. And that was... No, but that was interesting how that led up to that, where just, like, Ko's just like, all right, you're still not, even though you have an evil possessive armor and it's trying to kill all of us in you. I have to say, I was actually super impressed that we went that route, because... Clearly, it was painting it that we were going to be like, oh, man, guys are controlling me, but Ko wants to be friends, so I'm going to fight my inner darkness and keep it under control so I can be their friend. Bitch, no! No! I hate you! Slice! Yeah, no, I fucking hate you. Can we honestly say, like, that scene where you see, like, Toa's face in that moment, where Toa goes from having, like, the like this hopeful stare in his eyes, like, this light to his just face. Like, Rocky behind you! And you just watch I, I might have missed it. What's the key to, like, he's got his back to him, and then all of a sudden, like, Toa's like, oh, wait, get away from him. What triggered him to go, like... Because, you see Nada pulling out the sword. The armor is starting to control him entirely. Yeah. But it was also... Nada's face went from being relaxed to, like... Like angry. No, and that's I, when and, and like and you see him start to pull the sword out, but it's also like he was getting really tense. And then Toa, who was like staring at him the entire time, was like, "Yeah, oh, get the fuck away from him right now! Run, I, run, 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 run! It's not safe." And I love like, it's like that meme. Run! My favorite part of that whole bit was that it wasn't just Geizorg. After he slashes him, Nada tells Ko that he hates people like that. Nada is jealous that he didn't get to be Ryusol Red. He's jealous that Ko is such a nice guy and has all these friends. 
And that's his weakness. Remember he said, when he finds out your weakness, he's got you. His weakness is jealousy. I love this. This is the kind of plot this show needed. Yeah. Real Soldier is finally a passing grade Sentai. No, it's better. It's good now. We're past passing. Yes! Yeah. You know what? I have graded it. We are at B minus. Oh, wow. Yeah. I Sorry, anyone have a problem with that? Best. That we, we've reached B minus status. Sure. Oh, and the, and the tiny ice Bakugan thing can talk and it went into space and it somehow got its form comprised. Yeah, and, and, and okay, okay. okay, let me tell you a funny story. For a, it was a great episode. Like, it was like a, such a heart, like, thrilling episode. And it's like, also, here's a, a scene of like, Tiramigo biting Melto's ass. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, and then he straight up eats the thing. I just like that it's like, it talked. I forget where it was, where it had it had them labeled and it had Tiramigo as another one and Melto as the dust. Another one bites the dust. Um, So they were like, when it bites the egg, the egg talks like, it talks. I'm like, there's a fucking talking dinosaur next to you. <laughs> This and is really penguin, surprising. And a penguin is where you draw the line? Well, I think it was also the fact that, like, Odo's had this thing for who knows how long, and it's never said anything. So Awesome! For, Someone else who hates Oto. I love like, Oto. I don't mind Oto, but at the same time, like, like bitch back off of Melto because... <laughs> listen, I want to cosplay the cute boy, and I can't have some weird underage child trying to come out. Like, <laughs> she's not, though. She's 127 she's years a, old. No, she's 109, it's not actually. okay. At one point, she's like, I'm 109. It's okay if you talk about their romance and, and their uh, species. You just can't talk about the details. <laughs> So we're going to pretend that this is like the Flintstones. They're sleeping in separate beds. Oh, They're God. just doing what they got to do for the species. <laughs> I also love that when Canalo goes to give the whole, you got to respect women's speech to the fucking sugary prince. <laughs> he literally slaps sugary. his shit. I love yeah, it. Yeah, he actually slapped him. I, I could put so much. Who like slaps the guys like I could put so much jealousy in this no, guy? No, 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 slaps guy. You can fit so much respecting women into you. <laughs> You're better than this. You can fit so much respect women in one of these. <laughs> like, like here, here, slaps Tom. This guy can fit so much respect for women in him. Yeah. Also, yeah. it was cute when Crayon's like, he's like, oh, what do you think got you late, monster? Hello! I was already on my way here! I came before you called! I was so upset. I was like, it's like, I was like, yeah, I did the thing. And he, he says to the name of the other guy, and I'm like, it's Wizula. And I'm like, ah, Fuck. No, but it's, no, but it was interesting. I noticed this. He said when he's asking for Gachaleus, he's just like he sounds like really unenthused. And then Wiser comes in, he's like, "Yeah, let's fucking do it! It's like, a party loves, episode." He, he loves no, but he he loves Wiseru. Like, well, yeah, because so Tankjo's dead. He's got to latch onto someone. Yeah, Tankjo yeah. is dead. But you know what I really Again. miss from Crayon, and I miss it so much because like I thought it was like the funniest thing that made no sense. Mm. The points card. Oh, oh, yeah. Because it's like he just I'll kept warning Tankjo's points if you come back. Yeah, but it's like, I'll give you 15,000 points if you come back. And it's like, cool. Um, what happens when I fill out my points card? You get another points card! And I'm like, 
Maybe. Cool. Crayon understands modern marketing. Yeah, but I also want to point out that I was starting to think. I'm but like, you can't get the last. You can't get the last Monopoly piece for Orange. No, but then my one thought was like, I'm like, cool. Crayon <laughs> has a roommate. Crayon probably uses like Crayon's roommate probably taught him his point system for like, oh, oh Crayon, yeah. if you do your dishes, Crayon's roommate. I would watch a whole show about that. I want to see that, like the two of them together, because Crayon literally has a roommate, and he actually really cares. Crayon and Marker coming out of Toy Tokusatsu Fan Club. Marker. Did you just say crayon and marker? Yeah. Yeah, but no, but like episodes past, you see Crayon's been living with this one dude, and it's his roommate, and I was so fucking excited about it. And then just it's his just name's like, Mark, but they call him Marker. Yeah. And then it's just like, like all I can picture is that, like, because he's like such a weird, like, yuppie, hip, like, hipsterish dude, like, artsy dude. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he probably invented this whole point system. To teach Crayon how to be a good person, which is how Crayon learned how to do, like, YouTube stuff and all that. Because, you right? know, his roommate literally was a, a YouTuber streamer. Yeah. I'm like, this makes so much sense. This is how Crayon is, like, so, like, tech-savvy and also just savvy about the world itself. Mm. Because he's a roommate. Yeah. <laughs> who just looks at him and goes, yeah, that's, like, you pay rent. Yeah, nothing wrong here. You pay rent, yeah. How, way. by the way? He probably gets the goons to steal money from people. Like, all I can picture is, like, little henchmen are going to Two words. Fountain. Two words. Ad revenue. Yeah, also, but all I can picture is, like, the little henchmen are running over to, like, like little fountains and just stealing all the coins. Just the and fucking Dorans like, hey with ski masks on. And it's just, like, picking up all the coins and things. And then it's, like, okay. It's oh, God! Crayon probably does porn because he can make ooze. No, no, he does uh -oh. not. Uh oh, uh oh, there it is. <laughs> uh, anyway, so next week well, we the get Punisher the Punisher was a little bit suspect. Oh, sorry, one more thing that I really loved. Uh, one more thing, check was, was when Ko used the the Doshin soul and he used the Doshin armor, and he just like flurry of fucking punches, and then like the Dino Sonic blow. No, and then the Minosaur like he turns around, and just poses. Perfectly, while the fucking Minosaur explodes, and it was so cool. It was a good also, shot. Also, uh, Asuna gets like a hot minute of badass fighting. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. a good, good uh, camera. And then she does the fucking Shots. Mookie Mookie song, and gives him a giant ass punch. Yeah, Blaze. Uh, I, I remember that part where like Crayon just shoot things out of his finger. It's how he actually poisoned his well tainted his roommate. He accidentally but roofied him. Here's the thing that I'm also like, I'm like, man, Crayon would work as a perfect, like, YouTuber for apology videos because of how well he can cry. It would be like, Crayon <laughs> at the camera. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I the Crayon mean, apology video. Yeah, like, I didn't <laughs> Not mean clickbait. to make a music video that enslaved everybody, but here it is. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to make all these minosaurs and destroy all these buildings, but some nice lady from a sports equipment company he hired me to destroy all the competitors. I didn't mean. <laughs> it's a fucking. I didn't fuck. mean it. Listen, he gets all his money from corporate espionage. Okay, I figured it out. Um, so in Geki Ranger, okay. So I've been watching. Like I love Geki Ranger, but in Geki Ranger, <laughs> Miki literally is so excited to get them like more power for all their droids. And I swear it's because she's like, "Hey, I can get like the Geki Ranger team to go and destroy all of the other buildings in the area that are all other sports companies." No, don't show that. I will be the only sports company around. And so now she's been like, "Hey." What else can I do? Hey, you make big monsters, right? Destroy all the yeah, buildings. Yeah, if you happen down. to knock over the Nike building, that would be yeah, um, there's a <laughs> Yeah, I'm on the but, way. Yeah, and it's like, here's your rent paid if you don't touch this one. And that's 
that's how Crayon's been paying his rent, and that's how Mickey's been the only sports industry company that's still around. Wow. Scratch. I have a theory. Like, I've had big theories Cash is on fun it. to watch Super Sentai, which is like the craziest <laughs> shit. It's like, it's like a big brother. Can I get a puppy? We were watching hey, Ge- Sasuke, Geki Ranger I you and, puppy. Um, and then I Geki Chopper shows up and he's got he's kinda like a weirdo. And his name is Kyle. And now every time I saw you know the Kyle meme of like dude's name Kyle. His actual name is Hisatsu Ken, but you I guys know, are calling him a Kyle. No, we figured like Hisatsu Ken fun. was Japanese for Kyle. Yeah, but at the same time, he literally punches the wall at one point. He literally does a whole bunch of Kyle-like things, and I'm like, He Man. sold the ultimate sword at a pawn shop. First we have, first we have, like, like we have, um, Todd, and now we have Kyle. Oh, yeah. I do this for a lot of characters. When I can find, like, an archetype Well, it's nicknames, character. like yeah. Soup. Yeah. yeah. They're nicknames, but it's also, when I see, like, a character has a very specific archetype of, like, a personality trait, I throw it back to something more relatable. So in this case, I was like, Tom, there's you like for for Ken. I was like, he's a Kyle, and then even when he takes off like the white like sweatsuit he's wearing, he's wearing a white wife beater underneath it, and I was like, there was also like remember that time at Kyle? Christmas he dressed up as the kid's dead mom. You're like, <laughs> oh Kyle, that's insensitive. Oh no, <laughs> but he looked really good though. And then he, and then he carved and then he car used the Zord to carve like a statue. I statue like Kyle. Okay, that's okay. That, he that worked out. He an the kid's mom. But no, he was like, hey, kid. It's like, I, I can show you your mom. Really? How are you going to do that? I can show you your mom. Kyle, <laughs> next time, lead with the ice statue. And then he comes down <laughs> in like a gray sweater, a skirt, and this blonde wig. It actually comes from like an old 80s sitcom. Sorry, 70s sitcom. Because he doesn't know what the guy's mom looks like. No, but he literally is dressed up like a, as an old sitcom, like mom and he comes down and he's like hi son and keep in mind this kid only speaks english so he's like what the hell and yeah the kid's like the facial hair the kid's like i need chris hansen and i need him now <laughs> and like that the kid's dad is there the kid's dad's like okay that like okay this might be okay oh this is not okay doesn't really stop it he's just like well he's like my mother is dead and kyle's like f <laughs> Well, press yeah, F to pay yeah. respect. <laughs> all right, all right. So next yeah. episode of Ryu Soldier, we finally get the Hiehiesol and Yoko Ryuo. Looks pretty dope. I cannot wait to see the pterodactyl. I love it. I'm buying the pterodactyls it. Pterodactyls in general. I already loved him in this episode. Um. Yeah, and before we talk... Oh, bye, Decker. Before we get into our feature topic, something I meant to mention at the start of the show is... To go hand-in-hand with our milestone of reaching 1,000 subs, I am doing a little refreshing on our our branding, which includes a new title logo for the Cast Ranger channel. So that's been in the corner of the whole show, if you haven't noticed it. I paid $14 for that microphone image. Okay. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I couldn't find a good free one. It's a pretty nice picture of a microphone. All right. I don't know why I said that either. <laughs> well, it is. And, I mean, yeah, it's not wrong, but... And feature topic time. <laughs> that was one of the weirdest sick episodes I've ever seen. I, I loved... I have never seen an episode of this show before, and I was so happy. 
so <laughs> Hooray! So Someone happy. else still likes it like me. Like, especially because, like, the second I saw Bangula, I was, like, immediately, because as a kid, I used to, like, I still do, um, I watched, like, Hilarious House of Frankenstone, and I was, like, my mom liked that show. I still like this show. But, like, the second it, like, I see Bangula, I'm not I'm saying like, I don't like it. I mean, she told me she grew <laughs> up with it. Yeah. I actually uh, have been in the studio where they filmed it. Now, of course, the only thing left was uh, a couple of puppets when they had them under glass. But, like, they were like, I was filming a segment for Ed the Sock. Like, I was in it. And, oh, really? Uh, said, Are you hey. serious? Yeah, I've been. You I've been Ed the Sock? I, I have been on Ed, uh, several of Ed the Sock's programs. I was on an episode of Ed and Red's Night Party. I've been interviewed by him twice. Were you ever in Zomash? Uh, no, but I was on his show, This Movie Sucks. Um, oh my god, I can't believe you know Ed the Sock. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and anyway, That's they were filming... That's freaking amazing! Uh, yeah, they, uh, they were filming a, uh, an episode of this, of this Movie Sucks, uh, well, a couple of episodes I was in, and it was in the studio that they filmed one of the sets for, uh, Hilarious House of Frankenstein. Or Frightenstein. Frightenstein. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, I was just like, I just like the the show came on, and I was like, he's a vampire. He's like, but it's like, here's a stethoscope. I was like, he has no heartbeat. I love so the mirror. The best and joke the is also, how can he be hot or cold? He has no like blood pressure. Like he doesn't feel the hot or the cold. Buddy, how are you getting a fever? He's I, lying. I, I legit, an yeah, no, I legit thought he was faking it the entire time. He my, was my. My no, favorite. but he, had the, he was he was sick as the coin. No, he was actually sick, but the things he was asking for was, was because he was just being an yeah, asshole. Okay. My favorite joke, I think, of all Beetleborgs is um, so uh, Flopper pulls out a regular sized little tongue depressor, like oh, regular yeah. size. It cuts to a giant prop mouth with a huge. Uh, tongue depressor. As it cuts back to yeah, Flabber, have, like, he's got like a fucking two by four. So the joke is, oh, it looks really big because it's foreshadowed. No, it's actually that big. <laughs> like I'm just like that sight joke. Literally must have taken them so much fucking work to do for such a I throwaway know, I joke. I was thinking that too. That they had to make that whole mouth. Yeah, but I'm just like there's like literally there's people working on this show going, man, half of our fucking show is Japanese footage. All we've got is the monsters. Like the monsters were are like a hundred and ten percent working their asses off. Like little ghoul, I fell in love with her so quickly. Oh my fucking little god! Little Fangula, and I was like, and then there's Wolfman who tries to give Fangula a blanket. He's like, okay, it's too itchy, so he's sitting there washing it to get some <laughs> extra fluff off, and possibly fleas. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> little go, go get me some bat milk, and I'm just thinking Bruce Wayne, like he's opened his fridge and he's like, what? <laughs> like it's not milk from bats. It's literally just milk from he, the bat. And he comes back in less than two minutes with supposedly and it's green? freshly, freshly squeezed. squeezed. You don't <laughs> squeeze to get milk. And it's warm from body heat, presumably. Of the well, bat. Well, my whole yes, thought is it's bat. kind of like they have big bats somewhere that are almost like cows because like how like they, milk they milked his messenger it. bat that he later uses. No, no, I want they to have everything thing. in that house. I don't know what they have in that house. I was, I was about to say like maybe he just has like. Like milking bats in the back, you know, different from the bats. They're in his bats. belfry. In the belfry, the bats are in the belfry. <laughs> they oh. make that joke during the episode. Yeah, they do. 
Um, oh my god, this is horrible. This guy is a human nurse and it's a nightmare. No, yeah, it was creepy. I actually prefer her as Horbell. She kind of looks like she has so much Botox onto her face, she can't like physically move her face. The best part and is that she still got her eye makeup on, including the green smears. I just like that all even Jabber is believing in the kid show. I was like, that's Horbell. Jabber? Yeah, Flabber? Flabber, sorry. <laughs> the, she, I was like, Flabber, oh, it's a nurse. See, <laughs> and the kids are there for a second, they're like, that's horrible. My, my, <laughs> see, me the whole time, like, we get to a scene where we're like, just, we hear Nukas talking, and then just me being me, I'm just the whole time, like, I would love to just hear Nukas to say something like, like, horrible, suck my cock. Cock, <laughs> arise. Shut yeah, cock, arise. <laughs> and just like the whole time, like, we're watching over these pharmacists and beetle books, I'm just making fucking jokes. Horrible. Horrible, you get back here, Les, you too. Horrible, I need your hands on my crustacea cock. But here's the Stop thing. Stop sharpening wanna... those blades and come sharpen <laughs> this blade. But I had another. Vylor, while you're at it, give me a reach around. <laughs> okay, so I also want to point out, um, first of all, the ambulance that she was in with a hearse. Yeah. Second yeah. of all. Because he's a vampire, he's already dead. When she grabbed a nurse's outfit, she literally grabbed, and I can literally pull up photos for people who want it, but, um,. From like the Blink One Eighty, I think it's Blink One Eighty Two album. I also know they did it for um, Falling in Reverse and a couple other bands. The Hot Sexy Nurse, and I literally I've been to an Alice Cooper show, and they had like the Hot Sexy Nurse come up on like come out on stage during the performance <laughs> and start like her whole like burlesque. Well, she's thing. a nurse. But I was like, she was literally wearing a stripper nurse outfit, and I was like literally looking at it. I gave it a couple extra. Hello, clothes. nurse. Exactly, but it had the pole. Horrible. I have a plan. Oh, yeah, I need you to put on this nurse outfit and get in the car. Oh, hello nurse is a joke from Animaniacs because yeah. whenever it's this nurse, she's really like curvy. Yeah. And so everybody's like, her name is hello nurse, but whenever they see her, it's like hello nurse. So I got some complaints about my Nucus impression before. I've been working on a new one. What do you think of my Nucus impression now? You saw, like if you don't like it, I'm going to send the Mantrons after you. <laughs> Show me what you got. <laughs> That's enough out of you, cartoonist. Now, Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> My crustacea cock is not going to claw itself. <laughs> I'll give you an astral sword. I don't think I can do better than cock arise. <laughs> Horrible! Get the hot butter. Yeah, and then that's the thing. He can't. He can't. He can't have say anything else. He has to say cock every fucking Less time he fortune. describes his dick. I need you to draw me with a larger member. <laughs> it must be a super cock. My trouser snake. That's my favorite. <laughs> come, come on, guys. So as as this arc has kept I'm just going, until that picture of Crayon's finger is higher up on the chest. <laughs> Every, every episode, they have to recap with us about, oh, if, 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 if they get their hands on the Astral Sword and all eight Astral Coins, then there's some Roboborg. I like at one, at one point, uh, Fangula's like, I'm getting sick of hearing about these Astral Coins. And I'm like, Sam, aren't we all? Sam. Like... This whole arc, rest of this arc is just like the monsters like get these astral coins and then they're just like they're fed up with them trying to look for them. So it's like, no, we're going to fucking hold on to them. And then little ghoul is just being the amazing little fucking rebel she is just goes like, 
no, they're all mine now. And like, she at one point she gets like the astral sword, and she just goes, "Yeah, fuck you guys. I'm gonna." Summon I'm in charge. Robert. Almost destroys the house with the fucking yeah, sword and, beam. But, and then no, yeah, and she's just firing the sword beam at them. And then just at some point, so you see her like they're they're the kids are talking amongst themselves, and then you just see little gold just like take off the sheath, and she's like. <laughs> Oh, that's why it wasn't working. Just move Oh, Blade. I'm really there was glad a to hear about. I'm really sorry you have crabs, but really, you shouldn't have uh, <laughs> been with that. You, you shouldn't have gone after Horabelle after everybody there has already been with her. Now you have crabs. It's your own fault. I love how she. How do you think I replace the minions in my army? I absolutely love that. Like when Nurse Horavel is like trying to keep her cover story straight. I was sent by Doctor Nukus. I mean, fuck. Doctor <laughs> Lucas. Doctor Lucas. Nukus. I mean, Doctor Nukus. And I'm like, really. But, you know, she did great. Like so that was fucking so awful and everything. She, you can almost say she's Horabelle at it. Oh yeah. my god! I know, I thought you'd like that, Emily. Yeah, but I, I mean, love like, like, I had more, and with that episode, I had so much more fun with just, like, that back and forth with all the characters, as opposed to the actual fighting, because I'm like, okay, the buddy Yeah, fighting, honestly. We got Lady Borg, and her power was femininity. <laughs> Fucking bazooka! Here's the thing! <laughs> The one thing when she was able to do. She was on screen, she was just like, hello, boy. I'm the girl, also, Astro Bazooka! Foom! Yeah, yeah, the girl and half My bazooka is the clitoris. You'll never find its weakness! And oh, damn yeah. it, we've Was lost. Is she like designed to be like a butterfly person? I think she's a moth. Yeah, yeah but here's the weird thing for me. I was like, okay, but they she's called a her female. Ladybug, which made it sound like a ladybug pun. Because yeah. English writing is not great. Yeah, but it was also like every time like you saw Nothing her. Nothing spilled, I just dropped yeah. something. Yeah. You know, she was just like, I can magically make this sword come to me. All swords come to me. I'm a lady. And I was looking at her, I'm like, her ace, like, like That's her not how power. swords work. First of all, that's not how swords work. But I'm like, first Is that of all, a dick joke? I was like, that's a dick joke right there. And second of all, it's really funny that the child Joe, like the child Beetleborg, has more boobs on her suit than Lady Borg does. And I was like, for a second, I'm like, that's kind of a little, uh, a little weird. And then it's like the next manager, like, manager was like, I'm gonna use my stinger on you. And I'm like, this is getting really, really sexual. Also, okay. also this whole time we were watching this, I just couldn't get over the fact that just Roland hit pu puberty so hard. And he just... Towers over Drew and Joe. His voice just like he like like Thomas saying like he looks like he's thirty. Yeah. <laughs> just like, hello, hello, fellow kids. Hello, you do what you do, fellow kids. Hello, fellow kids. It's so like, hello, how are those astral kids. coins doing? <laughs> I loved it. They were all over the place. And then yeah. so then like another episode like they're like uh, they kidnap Flavor and so they they with a like, Tardis box. Yeah, they put him in a Tardis. It, it even, does. Yeah. It's like a cross between the ghost Hello, and the Borgs. and the TARDIS. <laughs> yeah, but it was just also like the outfit he was wearing. I was like, first when I first saw it, I'm like, let me get bigger on the inside. And they're like, it can get smaller or bigger. And it's also the same. I'm like, it, yeah. The it TARDIS. is already the TARDIS. I was like, it's the TARDIS. And then of course the outfit he was wearing just is really funny. And um, yeah, I like the fact that at one point Mom's just kind of like as Tom's like has mentioned like when we were watching, it's like yeah he just rambled off the entire plot to ransom, and the kids somehow they were doing good and then they give me back my flubber. Yeah, 
Also, they were playing hide and seek with each other, and so like Joe goes tries to go hide, find a hiding place. So she opens up like one door, and there's just mom's in a room with a bunch of like mouths and teeth, and he's just like, it's like this is my private chat room. <laughs> that joke was so 1997. Yep. And then uh, he goes, he goes, she goes to another room, and there's Fang just having like. A bath, and he's playing, playing with toy boats. And weirdly, I didn't, I never noticed this until the, this viewing. But if you pay attention, there's this tiny little explosion coming off of one of the boats, slanting yeah. to the left. And I'm just like, what yeah, the fuck? He, okay, he has really own... advanced bath toys. <laughs> yeah, but here's sunk the thing. by battleship. But really quick, yeah, when you had pointed you're like, sunk like, by like there was the explosion. I couldn't speak it out at the time while we were watching. But like, you look at his face; like he either farted or he came during that time because I was like, boy, like that look on your face when it exploded, I'm like, that, that was intentional. Okay. Like, yeah, I was like, really, I'm like, bang, like, you've got some weird interest in that bathtub. Also, that girl, Hey, no kink shaming. She, she, no, 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 that child stood there staring a little too long. She did not have his consent to be that, in that, that bathtub. That was, that was like a walking in on mommy and daddy hey, moment. nobody ever told her about the birds and the beetle boards. <laughs> Name of the episode. Nobody told her about the bathtubs and the battleships, so <laughs> Bangula had to be the be one. That's gonna be the new thing. The bathtubs. The, the birds and the vampires. It's like the bathtubs and the battleships. Did nobody ever tell you about that? Oh, Bangula is gonna tell you all about that. Oh God. No, no, I don't <laughs> want that to happen. And then it's literally Bangula teaching you how to play like water battleships. And then then Joe goes to little ghoul's area, and little ghoul's just like, get the get fuck. The Get out of my basement! I'm playing Minecraft. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my room! Playing Minecraft. Wow. So, okay, now this seems like a problem. One of two problems in this week's episodes that could have been sorted by going defer- turning into bug mode. You know, like you need to hide in, in a messy of mansion. You need problems. to hide in a messy mansion. Turn into a goddamn bug and hide in the radiator. Like it's, <laughs> it's that easy. There were several problems this ep- in this batch of episodes that could have been solved by going bug form. But alas, I guess the CGI budget had been stretched pretty thin by this point. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Tashi, you didn't see this episode. They can say uh, bug off and they turn into bug out. Bug out. Or bug out, sorry. They can and they turn, turn into bugs and then turn and say bug back to turn mm-hmm. back into people. And they have used it at times. Like they stuck into a prison in bug form. Because uh, there was a prison break. It was a thing. Well, they're ripping off every movie they can find, so, I mean, they gotta... Hey, man, they're turning over these episodes so goddamn fast, like, back in the day. (laughs) Like, this is not even Power Rangers, but, like, what Power Rangers was on during this? Uh, In space. In space, yeah. So they were like, that's where they're making their money. Beetleborgs, like, Beetleborgs was, like, like their (laughs) B-roll. Their beetle roll. Oh, yeah. But, uh... Big bad beetle roll. They start with their whole plan with, like, the switching briefcases. And, like, everybody was, like, here was, like, yeah, man, briefcases are really expensive. Next shot, the kids had the briefcases. And it's almost like, hey, the deal today, kids, you buy a briefcase, oh, you get way, a free pair of sunglasses. They got through halfway through the, or the first page of Fangula's list. Like, they purchased these items. They had you them see them with, like, a bunch of boxes. Of yeah, and then, they, and then they're like, like, oh, well. like a plushie of Fangula. Like we just got, yeah, we just got, we just got some Pepto-Bismol. I'm like, so did you spend the rest of the year afternoon returning all that stuff? And they just ditch all those items Like Flabber's gonna get his credit card statement. And be like, where, what <laughs> kids? Yeah. Did they sell it all back? Like, where did yeah. they go? Where did it go? Surprise cameo by Redcaster. What? Hi. 
Oh my gosh, Hi. is Raven there? Yeah. I'm the Hi, Raven. Oh. Hi, Raven. How are you? Emily says hi, and how are you? Hi, Emily. You can't hear you. Oh, I sorry. I don't have on Sorry yet. about that. Well, how are you? Okay. I'm doing okay. If you're here to pick up your check, it should be on the... Uh, yep, I already found it. Okay. Just so... figured I'd walk in. Cool. We're talking about Beetleborgs Metallics. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, Everyone's rem- I remember <laughs> nothing about that season. Good. You're better off. Yeah, much better <laughs> off. I'm T-minus two weeks from forgetting it all. Yeah, I, I, I remember plenty what, of nostalgic things watching the original one. Metallics? I don't remember. Fuck all. Nucus, that's all you need to remember. Okay. Also, since we're we... are Dr. Lucas. Since we just this week passed a thousand subs, is there anything you'd like to say to the fandom? Oh, yeah. Thank you, everybody. Like, that was an interesting couple weeks watching that subscriber count go up 500. And it's still going. Yep. It's at 1020 now. You're... That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Cool. Hello, fellow Borgs. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, fellow Borgs. It's like, I too am a child being a beetle Borg. Yep. <laughs> like, nobody's buying that, Roland. What, what, why not? That's why your voice keeps cracking. You're also like three times my height. <laughs> bulk, bulk. You get any taller, you're going to look like a sex offender hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Roland, Turbo, like, Roland why don't you take a seat? <laughs> Roland, maybe we'll only do shots where you're not standing next to the two other main characters. It's, and they literally kept trying to put him in shots once, for the next while. Once they changed Joe's actress, it was always so weird seeing them hanging out because they would always be standing, like, in order of height. <laughs> yeah, but I think, like, for a couple shots there, they kept trying to make it so Roland with either, like, you know, he was two, like, he was two stairs like, down from them on the stairway. Like, yeah. he was always in, like, a position where he wouldn't be standing next to the other two. And I'm like, yeah, they knew what was going on. Like, they knew. And they kept trying to film him from above to really make him, like, look normal height. I'm like... The show took a lot of yeah. interesting chances with its weird camera angles. I'm just picturing, like, his stand-in. Like, you ever watch Seinfeld where Mickey is the stand-in for a kid and the kid's getting taller and Mickey's like... Man, if he gets any taller, I'm not going to be able to be a stand-in. I'm just thinking there's a stand-in somewhere that's like, shit, this kid just keeps growing. <laughs> Which is why I think every uh, stand-in needs to learn how to wear um, some nice delts. Yep. Then it'll just work. So yeah, they, they do this this plan from Ransom where they they have the, the astral sword and coins in a briefcase and an empty briefcase to swap it out with during it while a distraction happens. And the plan is to set off a fire extinguisher as said distraction... And then they get in front of the Mantrons and are about to do so. And Drew is just absolutely not subtle at all about wielding his fucking psychokinetic dual finger bullcrap. In his own defense, the Mantrons like were like, "This is fine." Yeah. Yeah. So Man, like, like they got distracted by their distraction. I was like, "Kids, you you had it. You were right there." Yeah. Like they, right he drops it a few meters away from where they wanted to drop it, and it goes off anyways. And then they get startled and panic and. Don't swap out the briefcase when they had every opportunity yeah, to swap out the briefcase. Stupid. I so mean, they dumb. had to extend it somehow, I guess. Yeah, we had to pad like, the episode. But it's like, oh, cool, do you know that coin trick you guys all didn't like? Roland's like, here you go, I have a coin still, and I'm like... Here's why I was doing that weird disappearing coin illusion for the first two minutes of this episode. <laughs> so I could steal the astral coin from myself. Okay, but let's cut back to uh, Flabber's kidnapped. 
This is actually a great Flabber scene where they're all going out and Flabber like just starts manipulating. He pulls a Jedi mind trick on Les Fortune. Yeah, he does. But like, Les you want to go out and fight? It's like but, you gotta prove to him you're worth, and he's just like, I do. Like you're gonna go get that coin. I am gonna go get that coin. And the and weird part is, it. he does. Like he does so good. He actually steals the last astral coin and gets back to base. Why, by doing rocket moves. Oh my god! That was so amazing! So, being that Les Fortunes is one of the creators of the Astro Sword... Oh, it happens in a later episode. Oh, Not yeah. this episode. In this episode, he runs back to the cave, he's got the coin. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah. Flogger's like, oh shit, he actually got the coin. <laughs> and then he does, like, the Will... Like, he says, oh, I'm, you know, I want to show you how great an artist is. He does the Will Smith, I don't fit in the chair thing. And then it works. He gets out. He locks less fortunes inside. And then like, we're all just like, doesn't he still have the coin? And then he reappears. I'll take. Oh, I'm thinking in my head, he's going to use a magnet. He's going to use a magnet. He pulls up a magnet, sucks it out of his hands. And I'm like, I, I've come to predict you, Flabber. I got gotcha. you. Okay. I also love that. In, he's like, you were going to show me what kind of artist you were. And then Flabber draws a giant boxing glove. Yeah, an escape artist. <laughs> a full color and full inked. In a, 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 like in six seconds, I've been drawing this photo for like half an hour, and I'm not like I just, all that all that was needed to make it perfect was just a giant cursive signature from Flapper. That yeah. would have been amazing. Uh, <laughs> a Flapper original. I hated Flapper when I first started watching, but he has he has grown on me. Yeah, we're yeah. featured topic, yeah. But yeah, so then, like, the ending of that episode is now they only have the one coin, which the one coin, it looks almost like this, like, scorpion claws or something on it. But, no, like, no. in the very next episode, now with the butterfly At the end of episode 27, it looks like they've got, I can't remember if it's either the lightning board coin or the fire board coin, but then when they cut to episode 28, and they've only got one coin, it's clearly the ladyboard coin, yeah. which is a butterfly, I think, or moth, it's hard to tell. Yeah, but I mean, and then, like, in the next one, it starts off with Monster Bingo. And, like, all of the monsters, like, first of all, bingo. Frank, Frank has 20 bingo cards. Everybody else has got one. And, of course, he keeps winning it. I'm like, did I just keep You know what's, you know what's, I like It's kind of sweet. It's like, they almost keep, like, letting him win because. You know what I choose to believe about that scene? I choose to interpret that as Frankie has no fucking idea what he's doing and he's just saying bingo. And now that he's like rumbled the table, there's no way to prove it if he gave the It's like, yeah, let the Wookiee win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, yeah. some of them had like. Bingo! Win. Like, bingo. Like, like, Mums was sitting there with his full card, like covered. And I'm like, do they just not actually know how to play bingo? Right. Like, it's really cute. Like, oh man, <laughs> if I don't have every single one that's ever called, I lose. But also, all the monsters are like, okay, we're done with all these astral well, swords. Like and the astral sword. Like we're done never... with all of this stuff. And they, they're they just like, hey, what, what what should we do? It's like, well, we have the one astral coin. Maybe we can trade it. Let's 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 strike a deal with the supervillain who's been terrorizing us for the past well, 20 episodes. Well, that's what happens in shows like this all the time. They always I know, but it just seems like, like come on. Are they actually this stupid? And the answer is yes. Okay, well, that, so... No, it's not like that. So it's like, okay, we're going to give the last astral coin that he needs to nuke us, the big villain, for his safety. And it's like, Maxwell the Carrier Bat, come here, we gotta take that deal over to Maxwell. Maxwell the Carrier Bat. I was oh. so, it was cute. <laughs> and then they all drew bones, and Fang, of course, cheese, like, like. Fangula cheese, but it's like, they all drew bones. Of course, Fangula cheese. But at the same time, though, it was more entertaining to have, like, little ghoul go... Because she is just more entertaining and adorable. I love that she willingly went, even though she knew Fangula was cheating. 
I think she just personally would like dragons gonna be there. Eh, I'm bored. Is Dragonborn gonna be there? Am I gonna see him? He's really hot. Yeah. Did somebody mention me? Ah, oh, fuck. It's... It's conch. It's Borg. Dragonborn. Hi, Dragonborn. It's like, oh, Dragonborg, I love you so much. I had a feeling you were gonna be here without the That's day. my wife. And his and his response to her is, Give me the actual coin! No, it's mine. I want it. Give me back my coin! She said no. Which I respect, but I asked another time and she said yes. Um, those guys are trying to kill me, so here you go. Take the coin, I love you, bye. <laughs> I was amazing in that episode. This is it, weird because oh, I can't man. see what's going on. He does the fucking <laughs> dragon dervish attack where he just T-poses and spins gently. And then half of that just goes how, into Hey, how a wise man once said to me, Try spinning. That's a good trick. Ask Geki Rangers. Geki Rangers now always do spin technique. It worked. I got the coins. I mean, it worked. <laughs> the Mantrons also suck. Oh, you mispronounced that. It's Mentrons. The Mentrons. The Mentrons. Come and get it, Mentrons. Come and get that coin, Mentrons. So then it's like, Scorpix has like all of the coins, and there's the Astral Sword. And, and he's wearing like, the coins like armor, weirdly, which was kind of cool. Yeah, but then all of them start like magically flex, going I know. in, and except for like that last butter, like the last Ladyborg coin, and so there's that whole cool moment. Like, I was like, man, like there's one coin left, the high stakes, and of course the, the Borgs come to help out, and I was like, you know what, that was actually like a pretty good like high stakes moment, like a perfect turnaround. It, it was until like the second before they put the last coin, and then like the three other Astroborgs jump out of nowhere and go, ha ha, we were here the whole time! And then you're like, then why didn't you jump in earlier, yeah. assholes? Yeah. It was all about my plan to create dramatic tension. <laughs> it's like, we only he, show I up. I think he has that pretty right. Um. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, Oh, yeah, we're not relevant until we're told we're relevant. We forgot that we were relevant to this episode and until, you know, our cue happened three times and we finally ran out there. And and we also see, like, the Earth start to, like, split apart in almost the exact shots right before the fucking MMPR dinosaurs show up, usually. And then it's... For no reason! Yeah, like, it doesn't really do anything except, oh, no, there's now the... The sword is right in front of, like, the good guy. It's, like, it's right there, like, and then, like, Nukas is, like, far away, and I'm, like... I don't feel like teleporting all the way over there to get the Astro Sword, so like, I guess I'll just let you have it. Yeah. For now! Yeah, then it's, like, cool, just keep everything. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't need a Roboborg. Like, Roboborg or no Roboborg, I can still beat you. And he leaves, that and is like, my vow. You just walk. Five step, take five steps. Take five steps and pull a bomba and stab some children. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> pull a bomba and I need a. This is children. a show for kids, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, and that's why bomba's allowed to stab children. The only child who gets left for, for bomba, it's like, instead of like no child gets left unstabbed, it's all but one child gets left unstabbed, and like that one child is his brother. There can be then, only one. Like, or secretly, he used to have two brothers. <laughs> I stabbed no, 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 we're not getting that, into the deep murder lore. That's how he got his taste for stabbing. <laughs> that's okay. Well, I was fighting him up on the hill, and I had the high ground. The highlander I was. Oh. And I have the heart of a dragon, so you could call me a dragon heart. No, no. 
A veritable scholar of battle, a medicine man of carnage. An untouchable warrior who was on his last crusade. Oh boy. And I wanted to fight him just cause. So I jumped down from the rock. Were you joined by your League of Extraordinary Gentle Boards? I was about to say that. <laughs> um, I, I but I found my forester and I got them in my entrapment. <laughs> and you had the hunt for Red Octoborg. Oh, yes, the red, hunt for Red Octoborg. Octoborg! And I fought with my friends, the Avengers. The British ones. <laughs> in teddy bear suits. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, so eventually we do- I was the first knight of space. So we do get- And to I came from the rising sun. <laughs> so eventually okay, we done. do- we do get Roboborg and- I, I love that like episode 28 ends with, Alright, we have everything! Should we summon the giant robot and see what it's like? Nope! <laughs> next week! Let us eat cake first! And next week- we'll Roland, service everyone the cake because you Set move the monsters It's like Pat's, uh, Pat's roof. You could put so much more series into this. And then all the monsters were like, you know what, we're just gonna eat those kids. And I was like, is this just a thing now and then they just decide like- No, oh, that's yeah. a thing in the whole series. Half the time the monsters are trying to eat the kids. The other okay. half they're trying to eat art. Well, anyway, I'm going to go. There are places in space that need me to do shtick. It's double time for Dragonborg. Come on, thanks. God damn it. <laughs> I'm so good about Oh, hey guys, I'm back. Cool. Yeah. Sorry it took so long. I had to take a really good picture of that drawing that I just did. Excellent. Uh, but yes, yeah, Roboborg. He's actually pretty fucking awesome looking. It's it's a giant gold beetle chromium bulborg cup or Caucasus mega or oh, cool. Megazord. Oh, well done, Tom. Oh, nice. Um, and, of course, he talks. Because, <laughs> of course. I was disappointed he didn't have a stupid voice. It was just that role. I should have had, like, Ninjor's VA or something. Like, I, I wanted him to have an Arnold voice so bad. <laughs> I'm Roboborg. Here I am, Beetleborgs. Oh, hey, Gar's listening in the Hi, Gar. Coming to you live from Dunville. It's Dunville. Dunville. You want to unmute you? No, <laughs> no. I know he can talk. I just want him to have like an Arnold voice. <laughs> I will crush your entire city. Also, I want to point out those monsters are really bad at the barter system. Yep. Like they were like, okay, we have all of this power, and even little Ghoul, who was like going power crazy, she's like, the fucks. Less like, fortunes yeah. comes up with a plan, another plan that works. He co he goes to the Hillhurst Mansion disguised as a junk trader. Uh, and for some reason his hair is weirdly combed more than normal, even though he's dressed up as basically a hobo. And he successfully trades a, a suitcase full of bugs to the Hillhurst monsters for the Astral Sword, making this not the first time the monsters have given away the fucking plot device. What was he some kind of a, supposed to be some kind of adventure? Like, what were they going for? He was. There? He called himself the Junk Man. I know, it's, but what were they trying to go for with that look? It's literally, like, they were trying to go for hobo, that hobo, like, that hobo. Nomad. Like, no, 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 it was like some kind of, like, Tomb Raider or something. Not really. Maybe. Yeah, but he was just, like, doing the barter system, but, like, the monsters were, like... This, the astral sword with all the coins that can double that can summon uh, Roboborg, but those but that tarantula bugs. though. But that tarantula though, I really want to eat that. So you know what? I'm gonna trade you all of this power that I've just been abusing for all these bugs. You and guys like, weren't replaced. <laughs> 
I promise you guys weren't replaced. No, no, it's fine. I ha no, 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 no. It's it's fine. You guys got to a thousand subscribers, so um, they it's, send a human gear. You, YouTube sent us a human gear. <laughs> but, a human cat gear. But the weirdest part is like. Where the fuck did Les, who has been in prison and then this cave the whole series, get a fucking jeep? And he drew it. And the immediate yeah, he drew it. And he's just not very good at drawing jeeps, it. so he got a shitty jeep. Shitty jeep, arise! Oh my, you know what this just made me think of? Like, out of nowhere? Do you remember that show Pappy Land? I don't think so. No. Oh, there's a kitty. No, where the guy would draw stuff and it would come to life. Maybe. Your last show's Izu like Izubi, come to life. No. <coughs> Izubi, alright! There was like a gnome there. You do this thi the thing where he trouble. squishes his, hand, his fingers. Alright! <laughs> wow, okay. No, yeah. Hey, look, it's, it's the Fortune Brothers' father. <laughs> oh, God. Pappy Fortunes. <clears throat> and it just It just seems like... I remember it was on. I, I remember it pretty well, and I just, I just thought of that. Can I go to the bathroom? Sure. I, I thought everyone's asking today. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, sorry, sorry. Um, no, no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking with you. Because it was cute that you asked, and it was really polite. So I really thought that I wanted to polite. I wanted to pull in Emily and be, be very polite. Be very polite, wholesome, and sweet. Yeah. So, so less fortune. I respect gets, your politeness. Gets out of Hillhurst with the Astral Sword, and being the creator, he knows everything it's programmed to do, even if it's not obvious. Watch what I can do! So this, this savvy motherfucker hobbles out of the Hillhurst mansion, holds the Astral Sword to the sky, and declares, Guided Missile Mode! And thus, like Thor being flung through the sky by Mjolnir, Rockets into the fucking sky! And he died on the way home to his home planet. It's like that that aw cat. I was not ready it's for like that. Like that um that that vine with the uh with the flying lawnmower. Oh my god! The astral sword is a fucking jet. That was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, our less after he steal, trades the bugs to the to the monsters in episode twenty nine, he he walks out, abandons his shitty jeep, and rockets into the fucking sky with the astral sword. Well, he deep drew it, so he can he can be literally whatever the fuck he wants. So the monsters decide to steal the jeep and head out into town to help the Beetleborgs get it back. And I love the small little touch of you see Fangular with actual shades on. Cause, cause vampire. Oh hi, Danny. Oh hi, Mock. Yeah. Uh, so th the Beetleborgs and the Hillhurst monsters all invade the tomb, and for some weird, weird reason, the monsters who live in a fucking haunted house are scared of this graveyard tomb, but they go in anyway. And then Wolfie, right before uh, Less Fortune summons Roboborg, Wolfie saves the day and nabs the Astral Sword back. Yep. For, like, at least the second, maybe third time. Yeah. Fetch! <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we finally see Drew summon Roboborg, and they, t they make a big deal about how you need to know the command to summon Roboborg, yeah. but all it boils down to is open the sword, hold it up, and shout Roboborg. It's not yeah. the fucking winged dragon of Ra. <laughs> I was kind of expecting more. So, yeah, just... 
I am RoboBorg. Watch me stomp everyone's shit in. And he does. It proceeds to dummy a whole fleet of worm tanks and jet No, fighters. everything's dead. The fucking Mantrons are gone too. And then they go back to their pages. And then Les is like, oh, they're fucking all useless. And he just destroys them more. So they can't ever be a thing again. <laughs> I mean, I guess the thought is if they didn't work once, why would they work a second time? Yeah. Also, I don't think he knows how to get them back out of being like destroyed again. Well, Nukus is the one who does it. Yeah, so I think he was just like, oh dear, what's the point now? Plus, he's just an angry person. I ran out of stock he's footage. He's a little crazy. Yeah. He, um, he is, he was in jail. So Yeah, just, just a little, like, not, like, not, like, not too crazy. Do we ever find out, like, I know he's crazy, but do we ever find out what he did to be sent for prison indefinitely? I think they did say what it was, but I don't remember it offhand. Like, he's like a lifer in that prison. Like, he's in a hardcore maximum security prison. Yeah, he was just crazy, I think. You d- they, but wouldn't they have put... Yeah. The, the thought is, wouldn't they have put him in an asylum? But the answer to that is, this is Charterville. It's a small town, and they don't have an asylum. Stick him in the prison with the normal yeah, prisoners. So like His comic was well, really bad. <laughs> well, it's like Bram Stoker's Dracula, where, like, literally, they were like, cool, um... Our asylum doubled as a prison because what else do we really have in this town? So we'll just toss him in here. You can just lose us find in there. Oh dear, we lost a crazy dude. Yep. Which one is he? The artist. Oh, I mean, like the worst thing he did was like draw shitty pictures. Yeah, we can leave. Him. Like we don't have to go find him. We can just let him be on the loose. Oh, he drew a thing that was a little too close to a Disney character, and Disney put a stop to that. Now he's in prison. <laughs> <laughs> he's in blue collar prison. Yeah, he he, he was hired by like a daycare somewhere. <laughs> yeah. He tried to draw this one mouse monster, and they yeah. thought that that's why the show got canceled. Yeah, Licky Louse. <laughs> and Ronald Rock. Yeah. Uh, so basically, now that the, the threat of the Mantrons is gone, I guess that means the Astroborgs have to fuck off too. And I love the way they phrase it. We, ha- we have to go and fight evil wherever people are brave enough to do the same. Which basically means if there's no one, if people are being attacked and there's no one brave enough to fight back, you guys are fucked. We're not doing all the work ourselves, you gotta help. If you're not well, I- brave... We Forget like to it. sit back and let other people do the job, but we're going to sit down here and claim that we did it. We will I mean, show up every five episodes. That's basically what they just did with the Beetleborgs. The, they let the Beetleborgs do most of the fighting, then they swoop in, give them a shiny gun, and fuck off. So they're there it's to like, micromanage them. It's like the episode of uh, Futurama with, uh, where it's like one of the Christmas episodes, and Dr. Zoidberg comes in dressed up as Jesus, and he's like... I help those who help themselves and just run off. Like, <laughs> I like how, how, like, okay, so, uh, Roboborg shows up and they send out, like, the, the same three, you know, crustacean <laughs> fighters and yeah. the same two worm tanks. They're like, oh no! And I'm like, bitch, you can beat those. Yeah. Like, yeah, if Roboborg can't beat the things that you can already beat, Roboborg's not that great. I was ready for him to, like, I know this wouldn't have happened because of the way the suit technology was back then, but it would have been the funniest thing ever. I just picture him picking up the worm tanks, tying them all together into a whip, and then using that whip to knock the jets out of the sky. What is he, Captain Planet? <laughs> right? That was just my... Like, that's a Captain fantasy. Planet thing. It's like, tanks for the weapon! Also, me who had never seen those little worm tank things, I was like... They're humping the rat. Okay. No, no, they're, they're crawling the in my crawl. I know, but it's like literally the way <laughs> these it crawls, they will not crawl. 
I also like that his sword was just called the Robo Sword, even though the sword itself was not robotic. It's like one of those. It's like Batman. It's no, like just I get it. It's gotta be branded. Yeah, it's, it's milk in his fridge. It's bat milk. Yeah, no, I get it. And you guys haven't even seen oh, Boron yet. I forgot to put my headphones back in. I'm like, man, Emily's been quiet. <laughs> <laughs> see now, no, I'm sorry. See now, we've barely been. It's not your fault. I'm the one who forgot to put my earphones in. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I have a question. Uh huh. It's like, like, like Gar said that Emily air conditioned a baby and now a human gear. Who's the baby? Indigo Caster. Hey, their daughter. Here, I'll, I'll, show you, I'll show you. This is Indigo Caster. Yep. Red, Cyan, and Indigo Caster are all Ooh. in our room. Well, I never tried to replace you. Indigo what happened was for the first yeah. little while, we were never in the room at the same time. I mean, you, you would have heard, you would have heard her. Oh, yeah. Right the baby is not here. Who was replaced by Google Home? Blaze, because we used to use their Google Home. To every, make, the uh, gag is every week it's an episode yeah, number, I'm and Blaze says what Pokemon number that week is. That and then uh, I'm new. To, I'm Doomcaster now. So. We had a, we had a Google Home plugged in, and we would ask the Google Home what Pokemon. Oh, nice. I only All right. have a four month get warranty. All right, well, we, we should wrap up. I was gonna say I'm, I've already trained the new the new caster to replace Gar. Watch Ultra Ranger. Yeah, we just reached 100 episodes of Ultra Rangers, so go, go watch Kaiju Sentai Ultra Rangers. Bakugan? <laughs> <laughs> She's learning so fast! She's moving she in! She singularity! <laughs> No, she's because she's achieved singularity. Oh! oh, or singularity. I'm reaching real far. Right, come, come back. Um, we miss you, man. Somebody's at the door. Literally. Somebody in a weird hood and uh, a weird creepy smile is at the door. He's got a gun. He said he wants to be friends. <laughs> uh, so hey, overall, the, the astral Borg, astral Robo Borg, astral saga. It was. It wait, was, wait, wait. It was you... cool. Kylo Ren. Shit, she's replaced. She's replacing Lane now! Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking to Kylo right all the fucking time. I just like him. Every other every other Tuesday. I'm waiting for my turn. I'm waiting for her to replace every all everyone, yeah. Where's my pizza? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh no. Oh no. Alright, here's what about Emily? I'm sorry. <laughs> I was I was expecting precure. I wasn't I wasn't pre-care. sure. I don't know that that attempt. I wasn't sure whether that was Emily. I was actually expecting. I'm sorry. Precure. I'm sorry. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for precure. What the fuck is happening this episode? I'm not sorry Here's for precure. drawing. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I think next week is going to be automated. It's less editing. All she has to do to replace Raven is wear a hat forever, which she's already doing. <laughs> My yeah. hat is written. <laughs> Wow, what the fuck is happening this episode? I like her over you. I don't know. Things got very strange like very fast. Alright, well, I guess that's the episode, and that's it for week three of Borgtober. Woot. No shit. Uh, one more week. I, 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 I do play video games, actually. And no, I he, mean, he means have the portable game console sitting on the couch during the podcast. Yeah. Oh, I didn't bring my... Uh, I mean, usually I have my uh, DS light... In my bag, because currently I'm playing Fire Red as well as playing um, Diamond, because you know you can put in older games into there. I also have Call of Duty Black Ops for my DS. Which, which, which DS do I have? 
Mm. I have the Diaz Light Crimson, Excel, like the old one. But it literally has, um, I found a copy of, uh, like, Call of Duty that literally plays on there. And it does have a zombie mode, and it also has the zombie arcade mode from Black Ops. And I was so excited. Hey, I'm looking through the I settings. Have, I have his old DS. I don't even know which one it is. But uh, all I know is mine's really old, but I really I've like I've been playing Pokemon Sun and Moon. Yeah, but I can play, like... Game Boy, What's like, happening? Like SP games. I don't yeah. know. We're all derailing. I'm looking through the settings of this Huma Gear, and she's got settings for a lot of uh, of cast rangers I'm not aware of. Beep beep. Your. <laughs> Try that again. Beep beep. Your band. Wow. I wonder what cast ranger that is. Oh, okay. Cool. You are band. Sick. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Call of Duty on the DS. You can only the DS Lite, but yeah, I have it. We can play. All right, so Jikai Video Sentai Cast Ranger. More more Metallics episodes. So yay! Since we're gonna close out Borgtober Metallics next week, we will be watching the last three episodes of Metallics episodes thirty three to thirty five. Cool. We're going to wrap this up properly. So, uh, as always, thanks to everyone for listening, watching, liking, favoriting, subscribing, and especially a big welcome to our 500-plus new subs in the last month. Um, if if you're all, if whoever's listening, if you're new here, let us know what you thought. Uh, if you have any suggestions, pop them in the comments. Tell me what you want to see. I noticed that most people are coming in through that music video I made two years ago, so let me know if you want me to do more of those, and if you have any ideas for those, pop them in the comments. I hated his ass. Hashtag comments for later. She's doing the fans now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to leave uh, that one alone. As of next week, we will Beetle be gone with the Beetleborgs. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. That's how you know it's Catherine. I think we might have to do a hard reboot. <laughs> I will not accept that. I'm doing my job perfectly well. <laughs> Thank you, and we'll see you next week. I'm sorry, I can't handle this human gear anymore. <laughs> no, don't reset her. <laughs>